0: What's up pals? Thanks for tuning in to uh, Super Nerd Pals. This is the game of the year. Well, end of the yeah, year. You can
1: not technically episode. not. It's it's uh, more than that. I mean, uh, it's what I'm thinking is it's it's our year in review special.
2: Our S P award show. It's sort of an award show, but
1: since we're going to have like multiple picks and I don't want to like take my knife out on any of you, it's not going we might not have conclusive awards, but it's definitely going to be our year in review, our look back at 2017 for better or for worse in sickness and health.
2: 2017 was just a garbage year, but for like for pop culture and for like video games and just it was pretty strong. Everything else about it like kind of kind of sucked, but but this is a celebration <laughs> of everything else, all the good from comics to anime, video games, so on and so all forth. All the
1: good and all some the of the bad. Occasionally bad.
2: So um, for
0: those of you who haven't tuned in before for uh, our end of the year award stuff, um, we're going to go through some categories, comics of the year, series of the year, movie of the year, the hot messes of the year, the video
1: games of the year. We're going to go around the room and we're each going to talk about our picks, a little bit of why we chose those picks, and then we're going to talk shit to each other about why we chose what we chose. And we'll see what happens when the dust clears.
0: There are certain games that we're not including, which have basically came out um, January of this year. I wanted to
1: say something. It's it's real funny that we're talking about Game of the Year 2017 when I'm already playing 2018's Game of the Year.
2: (laughs) Oh yeah, same. Yeah, it's like I mean, 2017 and 2018 is already they're having a already similar pattern where like Q1, it is like. Heavy loaded with like smash hits. I mean, with Q one of twenty seventeen, uh, we had Horizon Zero Dawn, Resident Evil Seven. Oh God, I'm completely blank. Like I think. Yeah, oh, because uh, 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 Pers-
1: zero came out in February. Gravity Rush came uh, out in February. Persona
2: Five came out like March, like
1: March, right? March April ish. So.
2: Okay, if it was March. That's technically Q one. There was there was too um, many games,
1: and none of us could keep up with yeah. it all. <laughs> yeah it was
2: a lot yeah too many games too many games that was that was the hashtag way too many th- things to catch up and consume Just that's just for video games alone and it's starting starting to feel the same way with quarter one yeah of 2018 so i mean so like uh dragon ball fighter z uh, <clears throat> um, fighters Fighters? Is that an official the, yes. or pronunci- Okay, uh, fighters. Fighters.
1: Fighters. No. Fighters. Fighters. Whatever. It doesn't matter. That's next year.
2: <laughs> Monster Hunter World dropped. Um, I've actually never played a Monster Hunter, but I've been hearing rave reviews about Monster Hunter World. All right, let me just let me just tell you real
0: quick that I've played a shitload of Monster Hunter Three on the 3DS and uh, Monster Hunter World. I legitimately played for, like, 14 hours straight yesterday. <laughs> really? Because so like,
2: from what I heard, like, a Monster Hunter World, they, it's like a significant upgrade to the engine. Oh, ridiculous. Ridiculous. Everything has changed for the better.
0: I feel like Capcom puts out all these good hits in quarter one, and then it gives you hope for Capcom. And then they fuck it up throughout the year. <laughs> they they,
2: so... they waste the, They waste their steam. I'll. We'll see
0: what's happening.
1: So we're waiting for Ryan to join us. She's drunk in the street somewhere. She will eventually <laughs> stumble in, <laughs> and we will we will get to it. All right, let's let's do the game of the year stuff. You want you wanna just want to do that and then post
2: product. Yeah, we could start okay. with game of the year. Hell yeah! All right, so oh the metric. So is it five or ten? You know you see that I, list. I, I right? haven't played as many games here. As you guys the, did.
0: Well, I did a top five and then like a five this, honorable.
1: This is what mentions. we're going to do. We I combined everyone's lists into one master list. It's going to have all of our picks. I'm going to read through that list and then we will immediately cut things like right, like just take out your, your knife and your gun and your persona and just Knock out the ones that you do not see being in the top five. Period. You you look at look at what you want in the top five and eliminate whatever. And you know what? We'll go around a circle. You you pick an elimination. I'll pick elimination, and you'll pick elimination. We'll keep going. If you pick something that someone else thinks belongs in the top five, then that person can jump in and say no. Like we'll hold on to that, and then and then argue why. But I want this to go really fast. I don't want to sit here for six hours tonight going over this list. We're we're just I want us to pick our top five, so don't worry about anything after five. What, what we'll do is anything that Amelie falls off the list, we'll put in in to the separate runners up list. But I really want like a top five, in some in some respect. Okay. okay. We'll see what we how we go. All right, Chris, you go first. Look, uh, well, actually, you know, uh, what, you so know my what? top no, 5 I'm gonna read this whole list. Then you look at the list and you delete you delete one from the list. All right, so I'm gonna just read it. Nero Automata. And we're done. Good night, folks. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> See-
2: wow, <laughs> quick, qu- quickest episode ever. <laughs>
1: Nier Automata, Resident Evil Seven, Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild, Super Mario Odyssey, Persona Five, Yakuza Zero, Injustice Two, Super Hot VR, Horizon Zero Dawn, Wolfenstein Two, Pokemon Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, Kingdom Hearts 2- Two Point Eight. Split 2, Two, Clips, The Crash Insane Trilogy, Friday the Thirteenth, Magic carb Jump, Tekken Seven. All right, Chris, you're up.
2: Uh, so which ones cut, I want to cut out? Cut
1: one item from this list right now that you don't see making a top uh, five.
2: I'm sorry, Ryan. Uh, Friday the Thirteenth. Okay,
1: Ryan is not here. Oh, well, Andy also played that game. So I, and yeah, if I you if you think it belongs to the top five, Andy, feel free to speak up. Otherwise.
0: Oh listen, I was totally cutting okay. that. So. <laughs> Alright, we're
1: that's all right. On the top anything anymore. Alright. Do you want to go or should I go?
0: Yeah, I'll go. I already know what you're picking and I'm definitely picking a tube of magic okay. card jump deuces.
2: <laughs> no, that's that's not my that's my number one. Goodbye, magic jump. <laughs> okay. I
1: I liked magic card jump, but I didn't like it enough to think it belongs in the top five list. I think it was a good, it was no, definitely it was a fun not. little I thought
0: it was a great game. Yeah,
1: it's fun little diversion came out this summer. Okay. My turn. I am going to take off the Crash Trilogy.
2: I actually haven't picked up the Crash, I, Crash Trilogy. So uh how was it? I,
1: so I played it, was- it and the reason why I I don't think it belongs in the top 5 is because it's remakes of games that we've already played and I think they actually broke the jumping mechanic in the first crash or made it much harder than it was initially and those games are they're okay <laughs> they're not my favorite platformers <laughs> I don't think it stands in the top 5 when you have something like Mario Odyssey on this list.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, there are some uh they're definitely better games
2: out there uh especially you wanna... on this list i definitely agree i was just curious because um i mean i i didn't know i i, I felt like sony was and or sony and naughty dog were was betting or was using as maybe as a test to see the interest in a crash 4 or some other crash reboot sequel or something like that so i was just wondering like from your well yeah point of, this, is, of view, this
0: is also um like one of so, after Naughty Dog let go of Crash, um, the Crash stuff went to Activision. So, this is the first time that Naughty Dog actually got Crash Bandicoot back in their holdings. Mm. So, it gives a foreseeable future for like Naughty Dog Crash titles, rather the Activision ones, which all suck.
1: Yeah, no one's saying the Crash Trilogy is a bad game. I think it's, it was actually pretty cool, and it was definitely beautiful, and I love what they did with it, but... I don't I I don't think it belongs in a top five list.
2: No, I totally no, no. agree with that. No, like this this list like the oh god, this the list is so stacked. It's crazy. So yeah.
3: Okay. Back to I'm you, Bruce. Uh p- 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 p-
2: p- mm. I guess super hot VR. Uh, no, you no. <laughs> I know, listen.
1: I know none of none of you have okay, played it, I, but I don't know if I'm ready to let go of Superhot VR. I just, it is the most fun that I had on on the PlayStation VR platform. It's like living through the Matrix. You know how like Neo does the Neo shits? I know. That is the way, (laughs) have you, Chris, have you played uh, standard Superhot? Okay, so it's like those mechanics, except your physical body is what's moving time forward. So anytime you move your hands or move your head, time moves Or doing that, so you can like kind of manipulate things where you like lean to the side, and you and a bullet will actually like start moving past your face, and mm. you can like throw guns at people, and you're just I don't know, it's great. I don't know. I don't know if I'm ready to like. I don't know. I don't okay.
2: Know. Okay, that's that's fine. <laughs> I mean, I was just throwing it out. Okay, how about this? How about Tekken Seven? Okay. Yeah, are you willing really to yeah, like Tekken Seven? Yeah, I can like go with Tekken
1: Seven. I liked.
2: Tek-
1: okay, I Tekken Seven is my favorite Tekken game, and I and the story mode is really good. I don't know if either of you have played Tekken Seven. Okay, it mm, basically no. puts an end, I think, maybe to the Tekken saga, or at least the the um, Kazuya, um, hihachi stuff. Um Somebody gets thrown into a volcano. <laughs> Akuma's there. <laughs> Akuma tries to, to kill Hayachi um it's It's a crazy storyline. Everybody's like a bad guy. I don't think there's any good people in Tekken. I think every single person's just like a piece of shit in tekken i, I don't I don't think there's one single good person in that, in that series and I don't know. I didn't play much online, but I think the story was super good and yeah, I think everyone should play Tekken 7, but I, I agree. I don't think it belongs in the top five. But dude, okay, so there's this scene where where Akuma is fighting Devil Kazuya on top of the Mashi- Mishima uh, skyscraper, and they're fighting on the heliport, and Hayachi fires a fucking laser from a space satellite to destroy the building that they're fighting on. And then they fight in the rubble of the building. <laughs> <laughs>
3: That it sounds goes, pretty, great.
1: pretty great. <laughs> I guess it's it's my turn, right? Uh, or yeah, yeah. It goes. Or oh, is no. it you? I don't. I already forgot. I already forgot.
2: Andy, I thought you went next. Oh, okay. So.
0: Yeah. Hmm. I'm gonna have to go with Splatoon too. Okay, that's your own pick. Yeah, no. Splatoon is a great game. Uh, it's fun. It's very much like Splatoon 1. There are different changes of mechanics, different weapons that you can use. And I've had a lot of fun with this game, but I can't see it being on the top five, especially with the strong titles we have.
1: Okay. All right. Let me see. <laughs> this top five shit is tough. Um, I'm going to say Snipper Clips i i played through simper clips i think it's a great puzzle game it's it's and it's a lot more fun when you're playing with somebody on the couch it's one of those few couch co-op games that like you can actually play start to finish with um but it's it's really tough to see it sitting on a top five with all these other games that we have right now
0: yeah i totally agree (laughs)
1: Back to you, Chris. Um, getting tougher. This is like a party game, except
2: yeah, it's getting it's getting tougher. Uh, it's like Jenga. It is. It really is. Um. Mm, God. Jeez. um This is so. This is not even top five. It's already getting hard. Um. How about. Uh, i Andy, please don't hate me. I oh, like. Pokemon Ultra Sun Ultra Moon. I mean, the, the only, I mean, I I really love the Sun and Moon, but the only reason why I I I say that is because, I mean, I I don't know. We've seen a lot of what we we've seen the, the Alolan region already, but I don't know how much they added for Ultra. I mean, I I guess like the biggest thing I heard or I remember from from PR is like every single villain from every single generation all teamed up. Into like their own legion to do. It sounds pretty dope. Um, um,
0: there's a lot of different adds to the story mode, and like a lot of th- different things that you can like acquire in this game. But yeah, we can knock it off the
2: list. I'm so sorry, Andy. I'm so sorry.
0: <laughs> hey, listen. If, if if I felt some type of way about it, I would have fought tooth and nail for that.
1: Kill your darlings.
0: All right. So. I'm gonna go with Injustice Two. All right.
1: What's your reasoning?
0: Uh, I've played Injustice Two, and I love Injustice, and the storyline is great on it. But I mean, it's, like, there's not, there's only so far that you can go with fighting games. You know what I mean? I don't know.
1: I've been playing that Dragon Ball Fighters. You know what I'm saying? That goes pretty far.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> right, listen, listen. Fighters, Fighters does that's, a lot of different things.
2: That's a conversation things, for we're not going a year into that from now. now. and i'm I'm gonna put a a footnote on that comment and then one year later when we're doing 2018 listen and we're talking about fighters i already said we're talking about 2017
0: fighting games versus the 2018 starting fighting game and that game is
2: fuck andy i got the receipts now (laughs) i've got i got the
1: brass knuckles in my pocket ready to go to bat for fighters next year like i i it's a long... The year just started, but, man. Injustice 2 um, has some of the best facial animations that I think I've ever seen in a video game. It's just, like, these characters, like, look real. There's, like, a scene where Harley Quinn is, like, chewing gum, and, like, I don't think I've ever seen that animation done in a video oh, game. Oh, yeah. And it's just... Yeah. It's, like, one of the most beautiful... Like, in terms of realistic graphics, one of the most beautiful fighting games. And one of the games, period, I, I think I've ever played.
0: Uh, one of One of my... Uh, biggest pet peeves with that game was certain characters that they claim that you like get with the season pass is just like technically a skin change for characters, and I really didn't like that. For instance, Power Girl is just like a skin swap for Supergirl. Yeah, Girl. they're just
1: like premium skins, but you know. Anyway, Injustice Two's off the list. Uh, it's up to me. Goddamn! All right, we're down to ten though. We got a tens ten here. Uh, Nier Automata, Resident Evil Seven, Breath of the Wild, Super Mario Odyssey, Persona Five, Yakuza Zero, Super Hot VR, Horizon Zero Dawn, Wolfenstein Two, King Hearts Two Point Eight. So I'm gonna, all right, I'm gonna say King Hearts Two Point Eight was off the list. Sorry, Zach, all the way in New Zealand. Sorry, Andy, all the way in Queens. Um, <laughs>
2: yeah. Stan, you know you know that the irony of this is we're recording this on Zach's birthday and you just killed <laughs> Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> How could uh, you? I
0: don't know if I'm
1: ready to part with 2.8 yet, <laughs> Alright, fine, but like, here's my argument for taking it off the list and it not making top five. We can keep it on for a little bit longer, but the amount of new content on there is very minor. And it's pretty much a re-release of Dream Drop Distance.
0: It's very minor in terms of uh, the 2.8 storyline. However, they do add a lot of stuff from Unchained um, in the Japan mobile game. And there's, it's a fuck ton of information that we've never received in America before. The only way that we had knowledge of it was like looking it up on wikis, but, or, or watching the Japanese stuff. But who wants to do that?
1: Uh, it's up to you, Chris. Pick our number 10. Mm,
2: number 10. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs>
1: You're allowed to re something you chose earlier, you know? Like, just because I vetoed it once.
2: How about Super All Hot right. VR yep, again? Yep,
1: I'm good. I'm good with it being number 10. Okay. It was, like I said, one of my favorite VR games that I've ever played, There's just something really good about picking up, like, a billiard ball, throwing at a guy's kneecap, watching him fall (laughs) down a staircase, watching the shotgun fly through the air, catching the shotgun midair, blasting the guy coming next to you with a pool cue, grabbing the pool cue in the other hand, and smashing the other guy in the face. It's just... It's it's crazy. Mm. All right, all right. Jesus, that sounds
2: fucking insane.
1: Y'all need to to come over to my house and play some super hot VR is what I'm saying. (laughs)
2: Stan, I hope you graduate with honors in your master's school, and then get a crazy, amazing PR job, so you can buy one of those Kickstartered uh, game treadmills, where like you hook it up to your <laughs> VR system, and you actually walk on the treadmill, and you walk around the game world. So she's hooking up I'm ready to live super my high. life in VR. Oh, that'd it's, be awesome.
1: It's a done deal. Yeah. All right, Andy. Number nine.
0: Fuck. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm gonna say Wolfenstein too.
1: Okay.
2: Oh, oh, no, no, okay. Mm. Uh, I'm not willing. I'm I'm not willing to part with mm. that number nine.
1: There's a there's that. a scene right, where right. you can kick Hitler in the
2: face. <laughs> <So>
1: <laughs> I, I don't know if I'm ready to put that at number nine either.
2: In, the, in this horrible shitstorm of 2017, you know where like not neo Nazis and the alt right have been. Sympathetic to a certain part of the populace, which baffles me, and ha- somehow punching Nazis has become controversial. This is the game to fight back against all that BS. It is it, it and it's just, uh, it's so much fun. I don't know. Uh.
1: You you are in space and you kick Hitler in the face. That is that is yes. my tagline yes. for Wolfenstein too. Um.
2: Yeah. Uh, your you right. your body gets like killed. You, you get decapitated, and then you your t- the head, a la Dio from JoJo Bizarre Adventure. You you get you get put onto another body, and then you become another super soldier. Yeah, they, and it's awesome.
1: The main villain chops off your head with a katana. They recover your head before you die and attach it to like a headless body, and you come back to life in the second half of the game.
2: It's beautiful. It is, <laughs> it is it is really something, that game. It, it is choice All right. top quality content. All right. Stan it's your All pick. Right. I'm
1: gonna I'm gonna kill one of my picks and one of one of these picks that Chris also has. Horizon Zero Dawn. Love the world. Love the dinosaur hunting. Uh love Aloy's character. And yeah, there's not much else I can see. I, I they wrapped it up beautifully at the end of the game, and I do see them making sequels for this. But I feel like this is this tells a complete story, and it's a great game, and I think it belongs to number nine. And there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> unless, like, Chris, unless you think it ranks higher.
2: If, if this, uh, my, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm about to, I'm i I'm crying inside because I just, I mean this this is definitely a chris game you know it's like post apoc hunting dinosaurs like the 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 narrative and the character development and just like apoc
1: four times removed like post 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 post. post, oh yes
2: (laughs) oh yes oh yes i i love i love it so much um i i would like it to be further down on the list but then again i'm coming into this list with a handicap because i um let's just put it out there. Nintendo had a balls to the wall amazing year and like I you know I I haven't played like any of like the, the like I haven't played Legend or oh my god. I haven't played Breath of the Wild or, or Mario Odyssey and I'm, uh, I'm a horrible gamer for being for for not playing those games. But and like I just
1: but That doesn't mean you can't uh, argue against them okay. being on the list somewhere. <laughs> like you I know.
2: I know, I know, but like with with Horizon Zero Dawn, like it was, I it's just one of these, it's just like another game where, well, it's one of Sony's like first party IPs, and there's not that many of them nowadays. Um, um, and like Guerrilla Games, you know, they, they were so well known for Killzone, and they just knocked out of the park with this. And, um, I know with like Horizon Zero Dawn success, uh, Hideo Kijima was approached, uh, Guerrilla Games to work with them on using the same engine. Uh gosh. Oh, I just love this game so much. It's, it's been just hunting dinosaurs and Horizon it's like, Zero Dawn uh, or a such a... too,
1: chris What do you think is...
2: uh okay. Uh it be Okay, between those two, then okay. Horizon Zero Dawn. That's
1: how I got you. <laughs> Cause
2: I do I do like the I do like I do like like killing Nazis in like the most like bombastic it gets way it's a point though and that
1: here's my argument chris there are some robot dinosaurs mm-hmm. that you don't really want to kill but you but you have to out of necessity and sometimes you can make friends and ride these robot dinosaurs there are no friendly nazis the nazis are there to be killed <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: I, I love Stan's what, metaphors. What? <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> All right, Andy. Number eight. What's it going to be?
0: Uh, Is it my turn or is it Chris's?
1: Oh, no, sorry, oh, I, Chris. I just went. It's uh, your turn. I'm,
2: no, that was right, I, I picked Horizon
1: Zero Dawn and oh. I was talking to you. Oh, that's right. Over it. So you can actually pick okay. number eight.
2: Okay. Um, pff, Number eight. Stan, tell me, or actually, well, I mean, I know, I think you're the only one who played Yakuza 0. How was how Yakuza you 0?
1: You play Kazuya, and you are in Kamurocho in 1980s, and you are a member of the Yakuza, and you get a lot of money. You 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 collect a lot of money by beating people up in the street and you buy a lot of businesses so you own parts of the red light district of japan or what what passes as it in a a fictional version of japan and you can go to the 80s sega arcade and play outrun or you can go to a telephone club and try to get a girlfriend on the telephone or you can go sing karaoke or you can go to the bar and learn trivia facts about the alcohol that you drink um you get experience points for eating food in 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 all the different restaurants um you can play as majima who's like a, a crazy dude who hits people with baseball bats and break dances there's there is a fake version of Michael Jackson that you can meet and befriend. And one of the missions is he's d- filming thriller and you have to fight the zombies off of him so he can finish his dance. <laughs> um, you win you win a chicken in a game of bowling. And you make friends with that chicken and you call him Nugget and you can make the Nugget, the chicken, a manager of one of your building properties. <laughs>
2: that's pretty awesome you fight
1: evil billionaires and you beat them down and then a bunch of money rains down the sky and Kazuya grabs a handful of cash and fans himself with it as the as the enemy (laughs) begs for forgiveness (laughs) and that's yakuza zero Uh...
0: (laughs) (laughs) why is that game not a part of my life
1: (laughs) y'all need to play yakuza zero is what i'm saying it is the only Yakuza game that I played from start to finish, and it is totally worth it. But Chris, is that your pick for number... So, <laughs> not, not not number eight? <laughs> I don't Still know. Like, I'm having a hard time seeing it go below Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> is what I'm saying. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts is like my sticking point on this list, because there's just... just, just, just mm. I don't know.
0: Alright, Chris, if you need to behead Kingdom Hearts...
2: Off with the kingdom hearts you
0: Arts.
1: walk away you're number eight kingdom
0: hearts <laughs> <laughs> that was a great remix that has to be the theme of uh kingdom hearts three when that game comes out never
1: all right i'm good wherever the wherever the chips may fall now except for number one i'm good i'm I'm content i can rest easy now all right andy number seven
0: all right, Yakuza Zero. All right,
1: here we go. That's fine.
2: <laughs> okay. All so, right.
1: Made my case for for Yakuza Zero, and now, and now we're into some shit.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Number six.
1: All right. The uh, ones that have not been sorted yet: Near Automata, Resident Evil Seven, Breath of the Wild, Super Mario Odyssey, Persona Five, Wolfenstein Two.
0: It's weird because I feel like I could foresee. The top
1: four. Wolfenstein 2 is <laughs> number six. Just... <laughs> Chris, Wolfenstein 2 is number six.
2: Uh, Yeah, yeah. yeah. I get, look I look can, at those I other games. On yeah. I, yeah.
1: Wolfenstein is great. Um, I didn't feel especially compelled to continue playing after I beat the game, though. Once I saw the ending, I felt pretty done. There's a lot of extra stuff that you can do, like getting death cards or whatever they're called. And I just... It, the game never really like compelled me enough to do that like i definitely wanted to get in there and kill lots of nazis and kick hitler in the face and all that stuff but unlike these other games on this list i just didn't feel the need to keep playing once i finished the story but we're in our top five
2: yeah uh it's my turn right Uh let's see. How about uh this is so bad, so hard. How, Resident Evil Seven. Stan was thinking the same thing.
1: <laughs> it is at the point in the deliberations where everything is just extremely painful. It's
2: Yeah. Kill your darlings. It's hard I it's hard.
1: Resident uh, Resident Evil Seven.
2: I mean it's it's a great I mean it rev like it revolutionized like the 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 series in a brand new way like like you know shifting from third person to first person callbacks to like the earlier games where it's like uh cramped environments super spoopy environments and like um it's very slow paced you know like i think i I think they scaling it down to like like an outlast or like uh the hills have eyes like a really grounded well, ground as much as far as Resident Evil can go but like, you had this crazy deranged family that's trying to kill and you sometimes and sometimes they're also really funny, cool. weirdly
1: uh, they're um, scary and I'm funny be,
0: I'm gonna be honest with Resident Evil 7, like that game has scared me more than any other horror game has scared me since like, fucking Resident Evil 2
1: the thing is, though I cannot really play VR in that game because that is just how scary it is. And I'm trying my best, but it is so scary. But it's also smartly designed. I haven't felt this familiar with a location since the first Resident Evil and the Spencer Mansion. And it's just a great time. But yeah, it's tough. I don't know. I don't know. It's hard to position these five. What again? Yeah. Twenty seventeen is such a hard know. year. I then I'm thinking about Persona Five, and like I put a hundred and seventy five hours into Persona Five, but I still like. I don't know if I would put one above the other. It's hard. Just.
2: I think what also complicates it, you know, you have genres that are really, oh, yeah. really different. Yeah, Persona Five. It was like the looks like a hybrid visual novel JRPG dungeon crawler, and then you got you got like open world platformers like like Mario Odyssey and Breath of the Wild, and then you got a survival first person horror, and then you got like crazy hack and slash JRPG with near automata that and creeps like, into I, your it's... soul
1: and refuses to leave. <laughs> yeah, even now, part of me is playing <laughs> near automata, even now, yeah. You know, I, like in the Watchmen, like Dr. Manhattan, like he's got all the timelines like in his brain at the same time. Like there's a part of you right now playing near automata.
2: <laughs> nice. I <Like>, can <laughs> see it. You experience past, <laughs> present and future. All is near <laughs> automata.
1: I think Resident Evil stays on the list for now. I don't know if I can let it go. If I.
2: Oh, I mean, what do you oh. think? What do you think? OK, uh, then
1: Andy? you. Yeah,
0: I think it should. I think it deserves a little higher of a is it spot. Safe?
1: Yeah.
2: Okay, so this is still my. No, t- no, okay. no, you picked oh, We veto. Um,
1: Moving on. It's an, it's, an, it's. Oh, okay, it moves on.
2: Okay, okay, okay. Oh fuck! Why does it All have right. to
0: be my turn?
1: Because <laughs> that's how it goes.
0: <sighs> Stan, Don't hate me. First. Per-
2: oh, is it going Persona at, it, Five? It, right. Yeah. Persona. Oh. Yep, I'll put it there.
1: I'll put it there. That's that's exactly what I was thinking.
0: I also put a shitload of hours into Persona, and it is such a fun game. I love
1: love Persona 5 a lot. I love the characters. Um, You can date your teacher. That's pretty cool. Uh... (laughs) Listen,
0: the minute I found that out, I was like, I need to make this happen.
1: Um the battle system is fun i don't like as much as time as i put into that game though like i still don't feel like it, it matches what i felt playing persona 4 though and that's not to say persona 5 is bad or it takes anything away from it doing that but like and maybe it should be judged on its own merits but there is like i feel the amount of time commitment requested by persona 5 is a little much at this point uh, i feel like there's a there was a lot of places where they could kind of trim the redundant information that i was getting a lot like i found myself towards the end of the game skipping a lot because they would basically reiterate the same thing that they would say in a cut scene like in the text messages that you would get from them and it's just like how many times we're going to keep going over this thing over and over again and yeah i it's a great game obviously it's it's number five um but i think
2: do you know why persona B. I should be five cuz i'm sick and tired that's the Yeah you're right you're right to, go to sleep <laughs> fuck that no, cat i i'm i'm an adult i'm practically an adult i'm going to go out and like go to the park at 3 a.m. Yeah if i want to walk Japan out of my
1: house and and see my doctor like what's this cat going to tell me no you know fuck that cat fuck morgana
2: yeah i you're you're a prisoner in your own house. Yeah, and the cat doesn't let you go
1: out of your house for the entire first month of the game. You're just, 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 he's just like, you know, we'll get it. You go to bed, ass. Anyway.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, Atlas. The cat, yeah, the cat, ruined, cat it. ruined
1: it. <laughs> all right, all right, my turn. Number four. Done, Now it gets super tough. Now it's the real... Now right, it's the so, real.
0: So when I said I knew the top four, these were the exact four that I th- thought.
1: Yeah, I was leaning in this direction too. I think number four is Resident Evil 7. I totally agree. I just cannot see. And I just want to give a little shout out to Capcom because this time last year, we were talking all the shit about Capcom for Street Fighter Five. And now, look, one of their games is in our top four list. So, good on you, Capcom.
2: <clears throat> All right,
1: Chris. <laughs> take your axe.
2: All right. So, so this is where my lack of Nintendo knowledge, Nintendo knowledge of 2017 complicates things. Because, um, similar to Stan, for me, it's like the only pick I, I have from this list now, after cutting everything else, is Nier Automata. And you know, I I still keep appraised with all the news and all the reviews between Breath of the Wild, and Super Mario Odyssey. Uh, but n- having not played those, I can't my my opinion of these so is you can heavily flawed. If you, you can. Uh. Okay. Well. I, okay. God. I don't know. Just that. Uh, I want to. I want to. I want to put down Super Mario Odyssey as number three. But I don't know if anyone takes umbrage with that.
1: We're at this, we're at the point in these deliberations where I think the, the intent is clear of of who is going to go to bat for number one (laughs) and what that is going to look like. Um, I think Andy, since Ryan isn't here to, to do this part, um, you and I both played a significant amount of Breath of the Wild, a significant amount of Mario Odyssey. If Chris picks Mario Odyssey for three, how does that feel to you, considering you have experience?
0: Uh, well, Breath of the Wild, I've I've played a lot, but it's been in like increments. So like, like within a week time, I'd probably play like maybe an hour or two of it. With Mario Odyssey, I picked that shit up for an entire, like, month. And I know they're both very different games, but I feel like Mario Odyssey is a little more rewarding.
1: Yeah. A- and- I want to play a little bit of double's Advocate, though. I beat Super Mario Odyssey. I got a lot of the moons. And I will say that while I was playing Super Mario Odyssey, I felt a lot more strongly about it than i did breath of the wild but i see myself playing breath of the wild still like i am still playing breath of the wild and i don't see myself stop so is that a good thing about breath of the wild or is it like against it that it's taking me so long or
0: well yeah so with breath of the wild i mean breath of the wild is just an enormous game in its own um and I know for a while you said that you were actually traveling that entire game on
1: foot. I still am. I don't got a horse. <laughs> Wait, you no, have to you gotta go through all yet? the DLC and I'm not even through the game yet. I'm still, I'm still taking on the Divine Beasts, which I think I'm on the uh, yeah. third or something.
0: And I will say that Mario Odyssey, even with collecting the moons, the side moons, a lot of them are very similar. So it's a little repetitive.
1: So, what do we do? You think Mario Odyssey remains in the game, then, Andy?
0: Hmm. I think I think having Mario Odyssey at three is fair. You think so? Yeah.
1: All right. Uh, Ryan's pick. Her only pick for Game of the Year was Breath of the Wild. So I don't know if that <laughs> signifies anything for anybody in the room, but
2: um. I feel, I mean, uh, I, I, in terms of voting, that would be well, like a four to one, no, three to one vote. Cause I haven't played, I haven't played, uh, Legend I, didn't Necessi- the Wild, I didn't necessarily, I didn't necessarily choose to talk to
1: whether or not I wanted Breath of Wild, Super Mario Odyssey, or, but we're not, we're talking about three games right now, but
0: I mean, I already, I feel like having these three games in the top three, it's just like ridiculously hard to choose an order.
1: Yeah, I feel uh, like it, it could go either way.
2: Yeah, it, I mean, this is like a, f- a flash photo finish. It's like it's 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 in fractions of fractions of uh of a, of a lead within each other.
1: Mario I, Odyssey's platforming is like hard. some of the best platforming I think I've ever played.
0: Oh and, yeah, uh, and Cappy is one of like the best features ever made
1: in a Mario game. And I think that ending with Bowser um is one of the awesomest moments in in a mario game i think ever it's hard it's tough
2: you can be a goddamn you dinosaur can. that's awesome
1: absolutely it's just it's it's really tough because i it's it's hard to say whether i how strongly i feel about chris, mario versus zelda
0: chris i know you haven't played mario odyssey but mario can take control mm. of bowser
2: <laughs> really that's crazy, Nintendo! You're you're just so, bu- like again, like Nintendo, is is just going so left field with all these ideas, and they they're just executing you them. You can also really, take control really Yoshi, well, and uh, <laughs> oh yeah, that too. <laughs> you can take a of co- take control of normal there's, humans New there's City, also right? like, and New York City, right?
0: Um, the costume changes, which as as they're cosmetic, they are needed. To collect some of the stars. And I found myself starting to run around this Super Mario 64 Mario for like
1: <laughs> I made a, a while. <laughs> I made a New York uh Mario, which is like he's got like a North Face. And he's got like the the <laughs> so moderns. Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> oh my god. That's pretty great.
1: So are you putting Mario Odyssey as number three? Is that the consensus of the room?
0: I mean, Mario Odyssey was one of your picks as well, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, we're, so, I mean, we're at the part of the game where it's just like either one of these. It can go either way. Yeah. So, which is, I
0: agree with that.
1: Where you feel more comfortable as a number 3, is, I guess the question.
0: I mean, I feel content with Mario Odyssey as number 3. Um,
1: okay. Oh, there it goes. Yeah. Super Mario Odyssey, number 3. I would say I would say Ryan X for Breath of the Wild kind of tipped it in favor of Zelda. All right, and now <sighs> from from
0: here we
3: it's from here we already have a list.
1: Do we?
0: Uh,
3: Do we? Uh, I... Let's be
0: real. <laughs> um, I haven't played much of Nero, uh... Automata, but from what I have played, we we know we know the list. <laughs> uh, this cannot
1: continue.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> All right, uh, number two, I'm calling it Breath of the Wild.
1: I feel like the ball dropped and like uh. we, we got the confetti going now.
0: Uh. We are the
2: champions.
1: I, you know what? Like I, I'm not gonna argue against putting Breath of the Wild number two. You, you put me in a spot that I.
2: Meanwhile, Ryan's still in traffic, and she senses that. Let's Typically, she can't, she Wild just can't
1: win. go to the bat yeah. for Breath of the Wild if she's not here. <laughs> and, and Chris, how That's do you, you feel about Near Automata? Breath of the Wild. Breath oh, of the Nier Wild is so is on good. It is
0: top 10. Uh, yeah, my top 10 list. And I'm calling it at number two. I mean, I know Near Automata uh. wasn't on my top <laughs> list, but I feel like I I just haven't played enough of the game to. To have it on that list, but I definitely feel that it, is, it is a tough contender.
2: It's it is it is OP. It's just—it's like it's the game that single-handedly saved platinum games. It's it's Yoko Taro going full on chain. It's it's just amazing. It's just so anime, like you pilot mechs and you're like like a made android hacking, slashing people and and everything around you, and you you can like delete. Your parts of the menu and your health bar or your hud <laughs> and it's just like it's just full of just crazy existential and transhumanism there are 27 endings keep you awake
1: in your automata um it, we, the first time you play through the game you play as 2b and uh you destroy adam and eve who are like machine life forms who come back as like humanoid android types um and then once you beat the game it tells you to play the game again you start the game again you're playing it from the beginning except now you're playing as 9S and you're playing through that whole storyline again but from 9S's perspective and it changes certain things because 9S has the ability to hack the machines and once you hack the machines you can take control of them in various ways so it adds like a different layer of playability to the game that wasn't there the first time through the game also it gives you different perspective on the boss fights um 9s can hack the bosses to some degree and when you finish the boss fights you see different scenes about these bosses that you didn't get to see the first time that that makes you feel like actual garbage for destroying them because it gives like a pretty damn good reason why they are the way that they are (laughs) Um, there's a lot of philosophical things going on there's and then okay so then once you beat the game as 9s you get you basically arrive to the same ending that you did the first time as nine as uh 2b then it tells you to start the game again from the beginning but when you start the game from the beginning the third time suddenly it's not the beginning of the game you're playing as soon as the game ends so you're playing playing basically the sequel and once you get through and so at this point the machines are going crazy like things are like going wrong everywhere and two, uh to be sent in to sort of do this cleanup after adam and eve are dead and all the machines are going crazy um then what happens is that 2b gets murdered by a2 who's a third android and then once she's killed ninus flips his shit and then we get the title screen for Nier Automata. The first time we see the title for the game, two and some odd playthroughs <laughs> into the game, you get the title screen. And then the actual game starts. You start um, switching between A2 and 9S, who are trying to salvage the, the last remaining androids in humanity or whatever. 9S is, like, losing his shit. He wants to kill a, um, A2. a um, And then you get to a point at the end or you have to, they finally come to, to this crossroads where they they need to fight each other. And you get to choose if you want to fight the final battles, A2 or 9S. And it changes the ending, depending on who you play as. So you get, basically what happens, hi Ryan. Basically what happens, what happens is that everyone fucking dies at the end. You find out that humanity has been extinct for centuries and the androids that make up the Yorha unit, made up the existence of humanity living on the moon as a lie to give purpose to the androids so they could still keep fighting and they would have a purpose in their lives. You find out everything is a lie and then everybody dies at the end. But those little <laughs> those little floating robots that have been following you throughout three-plus playthroughs, they become sentient and they decide this can't continue. Like, we need to give everybody another chance so we can move beyond this, like circular constant flow so you end up playing a hacking mini game during the credits where you are destroying the credits of all the people who made the game (laughs) and once you've destroyed all the credits you get a final scene where the two uh plot pods are rebuilding to be a 9s together um, and then you see a two being rebuilt somewhere else. And they're like, you know, there's no guarantee that things won't be exactly the same again. Like we won't go through this again, but we have to give everybody a chance to try. And then it asks you if you would like to delete your save, because it'll help deleting your save completely will give someone else playing in the game help in the end so they can complete and destroy all the credits and get to that ending so they can delete their save and help somebody else and every time you delete your save everything goes away and you get to leave one final message for the next player that shows up in the credits every time you like die in the credit sequence a message of like encouragement will show up that is somebody in the real world who chose to delete their save and completely wipe their game off their their system so you can keep playing Nero (laughs) automata
2: it's (laughs) yokotaro just unleashed all right so ryan we we did game of the year we made all the choices
1: would you like to hear our final top 10 list okay turn your volume up a little bit or scream louder all right number 10 super hot vr number nine
2: yes it's much better much better
1: Number 10, Superhot VR. Number 9, Horizon Zero Dawn. Number 8, Kingdom Hearts 2.8. Number 7, Yakuza 0. Number 6, Wolfenstein 2. Uh, number 5, Persona 5. Number 4, Resident Evil 7. Number 3, Super Mario Odyssey. Number 2, Legend of Zelda, Birth of the Wild. Number 1, Nier Automata. Good night, everybody. Thanks for tuning in.
2: Ryan, thoughts?
4: <laughs> I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. I'm like I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. I'm sorry, guys.
1: It's fine, Ryan. You like, don't have you don't have to participate. We're gonna um, we're gonna move on to yeah. the rest of the picks now. We did the last thing first because you weren't here.
4: Here's the thing: is now I know how Chris feels when he like very hungover decided to <laughs> jump halfway into an episode. We're all gonna do it at some point. <laughs> it's not yes.
2: yes. Super drunk pals. It's not.
4: What well, we did. Do. A- it's not a cute feeling. But here's the thing: for super drunk it's pals, it's going to be 30 minutes of silence, and then we're all going to join the call 30 minutes into the show. Means- <laughs> <laughs> like no, 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 no! no. It's going to be like Chris will be drunk wherever he is, and Andy's staying. Oh no, you I'm know really what, Chris? Chris should
1: come visit New York, first. and then we should all do it all like, of us together will be drunk. in one I'm room. Down.
4: Oh, yeah but I'm a... oh great so we'll have two mics in the same room and two of us will be on one mic and two of us will be on the other mic we'll all be drunk yeah. and everyone will be like guys this is the it best was
2: great. And, then, and then tom tom will walk in it's like oh tom you're a guest host and
1: he'll, he'll a... be like no and then he'll leave
4: no, don't tempt fate, man. That's not a good idea. <laughs> that's not a good idea. Don't tempt fate. He's here. He's drunk. He's just in a different <laughs> room. Don't tempt fate. Like that's
2: right. not this cute. Is... Like That's great.
4: Well, I'm glad Andy's sitting here like no, motherfucker. I... I signed up for this I I'm wish I w- I so right. I was <laughs> Tom. I'm glad you had <laughs> Dude, if you pay fifty dollars for a bottomless brunch for two and a half hours, you'd be as drunk.
2: as Starting right at four thirty. Also, to, do it.
4: to be fair, dude, if you're with the people I was with, first of all, we had to finish somebody else's drinks. Which, dude, if you can't finish your own fucking drinks, just don't order them. But they kept like the whole point of going to bottomless brunch at this place is they just keep filling you up, and they did, and then they kept bringing us another round and then another round and then well, that's another why you gotta then got, got to suck up the alcohol with
2: pancakes like, come on
4: right and it got to the and it, we were so full that it got to the point that the only thing left to do is just keep drinking so it got to the point where i had two drinks on the table and so did tom and then the other couple that we were with His girlfriend had like three drinks on the table, and I was like, "Oh (laughs) shit! One of us is gonna have to drink a drink I have for her." It just it gets it escalates. So you know, know who you drink with is the story. That's the that's the model for 2017. Know know who
1: you drink with. But this is the the except we're not in 2017 anymore, Stan. We're in
4: 2018.
1: We're, we're talking about last year
4: i mean that's cute but like 2018 we're <laughs> in it like right now like you and Kirsty, tom and i went out with you guys and we were great all of us were on the same level same drink pace. Already know about my it drink was pace. wonderful all
1: right we record the last part first because we're doing a <laughs> tarantino-esque uh recording here but we got the um we got the this hardest part face. out of the way so we're all free and clear. We could just have a good time now and just talk about our favorite things and our not-so-favorite things. So comic book of the year. Yeah. I'm glad for, I was
4: absent for the hard you, shit.
1: You could be drunk in peace now.
4: I feel like I would have made your lives a living hell.
1: Ryan, you should start us off. <laughs> Give us your, your comics of the year.
4: Okay, well, I didn't read a ton of comics this year, but my top three that I did read this year that I thoroughly enjoyed were Kingpin, Sandman, and Rex. Tell,
1: tell me a little bit Stanky about Stern. those books. What do you like about so, them? Yeah. Why Why are there your picks for this year, for 2017?
4: Um, Kingpin... So, watching, watching Daredevil and really getting immersed in that, and I hated Kingpin, but I was sort of um, very, like... Uh, like in like enamored with him as a character i was like wow, well, you know kingpin should have a backstory because i really want to know more about him because i didn't read daredevil comics before watching it and when the kingpin comics came out i was like well fuck that is a kingpin backstory if i've ever seen one um and i just really enjoyed seeing that isolated of a of a plot line and it was really amazing. And then Rat Queens was just something in a totally different direction. Something so out there, something so entertaining and so beautifully drawn and something so wonderful and relatable in a sense that I could read it forever. And Sandman, uh, I'm just a huge fan of Neil Gaiman. So being enamored with him and his writing and everything that he has to do with it, finding Sandman was just like the highlight and getting to meet him in person watching him sign a sandman comic and talking about his old stuff it was just it was brilliant so those three comics are like really close to my heart
1: all right if you had to pick one closing 2017
4: to going be your top pick if i had to pick one uh, right. i would probably
2: pick sandman
1: What's to go next
2: uh, Ryan, I'm curious. Uh, did you read any like the 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 mainline DC Rebirth stuff? Like, um, I, I know we mentioned it on the podcast before, but Sandman shows up in the the DC Rebirth uh, main storyline, and it was like it was like a huge plot plot reveal. Like Batman's Batman's in his, in the cave researching about Rorschach's button, and like and he hears a mysterious voice. Then Sandman shows out of nowhere. It's like, oh shit! did well, she's, you? She's going. Oh, to. you didn't read that? Oh sorry spoilers
4: in case you can't tell like you no, know, i mean obviously this isn't like a video podcast so no one can see my face but i was taking a sip of water while chris was explaining that to me and my face was exploded internally like no i did not read that um but that
2: sounds awesome, awesome. so like yeah, not like not only like the dc <laughs> rebirth it brought back the watchman verse but it also brought bringing in neil game and salmon into the universe as well it's just it's just crazy cornucopia of like comic a goodness right you're recording nexus. by the way right it's pretty awesome
1: okay great <laughs> all right yes i know yeah, i'm just I, making I have, sure i'm
2: drunk i'm not stupid I,
4: <laughs> like i got you it depends on on how, how how drunk you are no not much
0: it right,
1: depends I, on what I you drink. drink true mm-hmm. <laughs> i love a mimosa uh, mimosa like bellini
4: Specifically, specifically a that blood orange amazing. passion for your mimosa. It really is, and the food and the drinks is totally worth it. Like you could order as much food as you. Ryan's want. Ryan's drink of the year, twenty
1: seventeen like mimosa. Of drinking and they
4: <laughs> refill you. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is. Yeah, uh, if I had to pick anything of the year, like. Cause ever since I ate at this brunch place from the time I ate there till I die it'll be the blood orange what they call the Maya Mimosa of this restaurant till the day, till they close or I, I die,
1: whichever one comes first alright, Chris, Andy, Ryan
4: I mean, <laughs> I reserve sure. the margaritas for Calanticat who's
1: next, whose pick is next, who wants to talk it's about their asked. picks next Alright, Chris. Ryan chose you.
2: Uh, I could go next. Excellent. Alright, so um this is not really a surprise. we talked a lot about this in length uh earlier in the year, but um I I really, really love the the Batman um uh, the, the Batman crossover series like Dark Knight's Metal, um, which was led in by other tie-ins like Dark Knight the forge um but basically a dark multiverse um opens up and a a legion of evil batman start invading uh the dc the, the main dc universe and it was basically this really fucked up um team of batman with elements of each of the the current roster of the justice league so you had um, an evil Batman Flash mashup, and an evil Batman Joker mashup, a Cyborg mashup, Aquaman mashup, and and just in general with Dark Knight's Metal, it's like every single heavy med- like 80s heavy metal concept album and artwork mashed up with DC superheroes, and it's just so over-the-top and amazing. Um, and in particular, I like the one-shots, which... Uh, go into the backstory of each of these evil Batman. Uh, specifically, uh, two of them—the Red Death and the Dawnbreaker, which are the evil Batman versions of of the Flash and the Green Lantern, respectively. Um, and it's just so wild out there, and it's just—it is just—it's like like the Red Death. Uh, it's a um a Batman from a alternate. Universe who tries stealing, or he, he ends up stealing the speed force, uh, from the Flash, and he matches the speed force and the Flash, and it harnesses the power into the Batmobiles, so, like this really weird twisted metal version of the Batmobile with like Flash's powers, and it's just um or like the Dawnbreaker, like how this evil Batman like bends the will of the the Green Lantern ring um so that like he like he creates he like, he like straight up murders people and creates like Greenlander revenants and it's just like oh this is awesome I love it so it is definitely a Chris type of book um and just in I mean I I I like just in general like the larger storyline is just um it is equally as absurd. It is like this one giant master plan for this ancient bat demon god called Barbados trying to invade our universe um and it's just uh, it's its just it's just, just it, it knows exactly what it's trying to do and it just runs with it and it really leads into um some bombastic moments and, it, and I actually it's like I feel like it's like the Empire strikes back of like Batman comics because it ends on a really bad note for like like basically at the end everyone's fucked um, which is great, which is not something you I, I don't really think you see. Um at least for like mainstream comics. I mean like I mean I think you can name off um I mean like the like Watchmen example, it uh the original Watchmen, it ends on a pretty ambiguous note, but uh but I don't think things were as fucked up as what happened at the end of Dark Knight's Metal, uh, which I love. I just I just it's so I think it is re- it's a really, really strong writing and it has an excellent team and it's just it's just I don't know. I just love it. It's just like everything that I want, like just just messed up, disturbed but stuff, just mashed up with the DC universe. I love it. It's so good. I mean you have you have like the main villain who's the Batman who laughs, who's like He's like Batman, but meets the Joker. Um, oh, what's his name? Uh, <laughs> um, th- no, well, the Joker. but He looks a lot like um the main villain, the from titular Hellraiser. Hellraiser. Oh God. Um, yeah, and he ha- and he, ha- and <laughs> no, he has no name like, a Hellraiser, You mean Pinhead? Yes, yes. It looks like <laughs> he- <laughs> I'm it's sorry. Both his name and like, his yeah. profession. Uh-huh. And then he and he his came- job
1: title. <laughs> It is his name, his job title, his, not his CB profession, name, and his man. summary on LinkedIn is just all Hellraiser, <laughs> and it's not wrong.
2: <laughs> this, this, this is quite true, um, and this guy just goes around. He, he has he 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 like he basically kills like all of his sidekicks and turns them into revenants. So he has like a bunch of evil. Robins chained up like a bunch of like watch like like rabid watchdogs, and it's just so good. I just it's just so ham. I love it. So say like ham. I'll just go read it. It's so good. Um, as for my honorable mention, it's actually, it's really interesting because uh, Stan, <laughs> Stan, and I both yeah, that's what I'm
1: gonna say is that from the since same Did you have it as an honorable mention? I have the previous issue as my pick. We should just put the Super Friends arc. As like the third pick, mm-hmm.
2: yeah. So, um, the, the Super Friends arc, um, it's from Batman issues thirty-six. I actually and 37, wrote something explores, about this comic um, that I
1: wanted to read, but like you go the, ahead, Chris.
2: Oh, excellent, excellent. Yeah, awesome. Uh, it explores like, the relationships between like uh Batman and Soup's. Um, so I'll let I'll let Stan do thirty-six, but thirty-seven. It is quite possibly one of the most wholesome and cute. Like comics I've read in a long time, it's basically Batman and uh, Selena Kyle, um, or Catwoman, who in this in the current continuity, uh, Bruce Wayne uh proposed Catwoman, um, so now they're now engaged, um, and they're going on a double date with Clark and Lois. Um, they go to this uh uh carnival fair um and it turns out to be a superhero themed one so just to not be obvious of who they are um Batman and Supes uh and Lois and Selena they all switch costumes and it's just like a really interesting uh character study into like like what what like why Lois and Clark and why Selena and Batman they, they they make a great couple and they it goes to like really great analyses of like like Batman and Supes realizing like wow our lives are really absurd and like and like because like uh Batman's a criminal or Batman's Batman's like um uh he fights crime but he ends up engaged to a criminal which Superman calls him out on and Super uh, Batman calls Superman for being for be, for for dating Lois Lane the most uh like an intellectual investigative reporter on the planet and he he you know, he's always constantly trying to hide his identity um and it's just a, lots of fun moments um like superman like like Lois like begging superman not to like Break the sludge hammer carnival game because she, uh, he's like oh Super is like oh I could get you this present he's like oh and Lois is like no that's fine it's fine um <laughs> or like Batman and Soup's complaining that the batting cages on normal Mold were too easy so so Supes is, is taunting Bruce to try to hit one of his fastballs and it's just it's just so wholesome and it's so fun um it's a great character study um into like these are really really iconic relationships um yeah it's just so much fun i I really enjoy them yeah, so sure. i so definitely give, give yeah that a i read. picked
1: uh batman 36 um as my comic of the year i actually i wrote a little something about it because i felt so so strongly about it so i'll just read it um batman 36 didn't hit until december but it left a huge enough impression on me to shadow nearly everything i read in 2017 The first part of the Super Friends arc this issue deals with the friendship between Superman and Batman, as Bruce Wayne has yet to tell Clark Kent about his engagement to Selina Kyle, Catwoman. Superman already knows Batman and is engaged, but wonders why he hasn't told him yet. What unfolds is a story in parallel, Superman and Batman, Clark and Bruce discussing at length with their partners, Lois Lane and Selina, what exactly the other hero means to them and what their friendship means to each other, all the while showing in the end how Superman and Batman are not that different deep down. It stands as a thesis on the Batman-Superman dynamic and how they really are the best of Super Friends. So, yeah. Super Friends arc, Batman thirty oh, six thirty yeah. seven, Definitely read that. It's, like, some of the best, like, Batman-Superman writing. Like And, and I, I feel like it's going to be, like, a classic. Like, in the future, people will be talking about the Super Friends arc as, like, a good example of Batman-Superman as friends. And, Andy, it's down to you. What's our fourth pick well, of the year?
0: Our fourth pick of the year, which is also Stan's runner up of the year, is uh
1: Doomsday Clock issue one. Doomsday clock. We talked about this a lot, uh, a couple issues ago a couple episodes ago, Andy. Yeah, we um, did. Um
0: and I feel like we basically said everything, but to reiterate, Doomsday Clock is uh essentially the sequel to Watchmen. Um there, there are things happening. Um, they need Ozymandias I mean, uh, not Doctor Manhattan back on Earth, so Ozzy is trying to like contact him and like bring him to Earth. And um, there's a lot of shit going on. We got a new Rorschach. Um, and it's it's basically. <laughs> Ryan <laughs>
2: oh, all right. I heard I, there was glass breaking. Are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> up if you want to. Yeah. Yeah. We can take a break. No, it's fine. Okay. It's all right. It's
4: good. Okay. There was nothing in it. All right, glass. Two glasses.
2: R.I.P.
1: Good luck to do it on the audio, though. Did you know that? R.I.P. If you break a glass while recording, it's good luck for everyone listening. So listen <laughs> to this podcast and tell people to listen to this podcast. You all get good luck.
4: I mean, here's the fucked up part, though. Is it landed like? You can still use it. That's, that's usable. I mean, this is what
1: it looks that's like. That's you. You know. could put. You could put oh, a little whiskey in there and There's use it like as a one yeah. shot. <laughs> your sp- It's your, it's your spirit's glass now.
2: File down the sharp edges. (laughs) It's fine. (laughs) Chris, I don't think you understand. That's a sharp
4: edge. That's a sharp edge. That's a sharp edge. That's a sharp edge. Like, here you go.
0: Yeah, Yeah, doomsday clock (laughs) (laughs) is (laughs) issue.
4: It was one of those things like I'm listening to Andy talk about doomsday Clock, and I just see the glass. Ryan's having like it's a Doctor Manhattan motions. moment too. No, she can see the, the glass in air. Table. And I was like, oh, see it
1: broken, can... see it like fully formed.
4: So... Yep, yep. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. Hi Tom. <laughs> so
1: it's Sorry. a worthy sequel of Watchmen. It's well written, well drawn well-colored all the elements of a good comic book doomsday clock it the the full arc isn't done uh obviously so it might also make next year's list weirdly but as an entire arc rather than a single issue but i yeah. think for the for purposes of our list yeah for now but definitely. the single I issue think, is making doomsday clock one i think it's saying. worthy for our top four
0: and currently sure. as as we're recording, uh, Doomsday Clock 2 is currently out.
1: Yeah. And uh, it should all be out by the end of the year, so we can probably revisit it. If it if it holds up through all the 12 issues or whatever. Yeah. But, okay, let me read our picks. Top four, comic of the year, Sandman, Ryan, DC, Dark Knight's Metal, and One Shots, Chris, Batman, 36, 37, Super Friends, arc me, and Chris. Tuesday clock number 1 me and Andy and those are your comics of the year. So here we go. Number 2 series of the year. Now series of the year is a is a us condensing several categories into one super category. Um it's TV shows, anime, um as Chris has demonstrated podcasts now fall into series of the year. Um so it's anything that is a pieces of entertainment media that is sequential in a way y- you get it like take out a dictionary series of the year all right somebody make a pick chris you start or
2: all right i'll start yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so uh so stan teased a bit but my top pick of the year is a podcast series that i am super passionate about um uh Earlier, earlier in the year, um, oh yeah, back in August, um, I think we were doing a show, with is Andy and I, and I had to wax poetic about uh, this amazing podcast series called The Adventure Zone, uh, which is a uh, a comedy slash real play podcast series uh, hosted by uh, the McElroy brothers and their father uh, Clint McElroy. Um, the McElroys being uh Travis, uh, Griffin, and Justin. Uh and they are the the leaders of a podcast empire. Uh they're really well known for my brother, my brother and me, um, bugger buddies, schmanners, wonderful, um, and of course the venture zone, uh, which is their foray into fifth edition Dozen and Dragons. Um, now I had to I had to do a judge ruling on this because this arc uh this specific arc is called the balance arc uh started sometime in 2014 and it wrapped up in august 2017 so it's three years in the making um and this year i don't recall exactly which uh like one of the full uh one of the names of the full arcs that happened i know at least the stolen century and um the Day of Story and Song was 2017. Um, they were released bi-weekly. Um, but basically, the long story short, the finale re- uh, dropped in 2017. And I had so many feels and cries over it because uh the just the McElroy's consistently um showed how like how skilled they are in like character development. And 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 just really really competitive or compelling cooperative storytelling, and Griffin Griffin just wrapped up all these loose ends and um, Easter eggs that been, he, he's been sewing throughout the entire year into one fantastic conclusion. And it was a really sweet and happy ending. Um, and it was just it was it was just bittersweet because. Um, you know, I've it's this show has become so popular and so beloved by so many, and it's gotten so many people into the fandom that is uh Dungeons and Dragons and just tabletop RPGs in general. Um, and it was just such a great adventure, and like, and how, how it ended, it was just so perfect. And it's just like, oh, but uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna miss his characters so much, but at the same time, they they're still doing one-off sh- or one-shots during their live shows, which are basically like, you know, just um, you know, like re- uh, adventures sprung in between or taking place after um, uh, the main the main finale arc. Um, so we, so in a way, we're still getting our our adventures where with, with our classic characters, but it's still really really powerful or oh, just really sad like it's it's not i just i just missed the balance so much not 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 to say that um the new content is really it's uh it's not uh of same quality um they're continuing in 2018 which with experimental arcs so the latest one that that they're doing is this really awesome um I guess like supernatural slash Twin Peaks slash small town suburbia mixed with like cryptozoological monster of the week f- format. Like, well. So it's
4: like supernatural meets Twin meets, Peaks, meets Rupert.
2: Meets. Veal. Yeah, meets Buffy. It's really good. It's like, ah, oh, a Like, so, and like, and like, the rows are out there A game, but like, the balance arc, especially for now, is just. It was just such a pinnacle achievement in, in like storytelling. And, and I just, it just has to, it's so many feels. So um, yeah. So definitely, if you've never listened to the Adventure Zone before, uh, the Adventure Zone Balance is their first full-fledged like uh, long-form narrative arc. Now, now they're doing a bunch of, s- of smaller arcs, uh, which are still really, really good too. Uh, but balance, uh, just uh, universally yeah. loved. It's so good. So definitely check it out. Um, as for my honorable mentions, I uh, got Black Mirror Season 4, uh, My Hero Academia se- Season 2, nice. and Stranger Things Season uh, 2.
1: Andy and Ryan, it seems that you both have chosen mm-hmm. the same pick.
0: <laughs> uh, who's next? So uh, mine is also one that's shared on Ryan's list. Uh and Chris's, which is stranger things season two, and we we had a whole podcast dedicated to this season um the it just picks up from the ending of season one, and as different as it is, I feel like this season is like just as good as season two, uh season one, and I know a lot of people had problems with season two
2: well I think they had problems with like just one episode in particular, which was episode seven, where it was like that it was like the, it was like the backdoor pilot of a of a x men spinoff TV show. I personally love that that episode no, I think it was
4: I think that episode in and of itself was what made the season because you watch season one and it's all about these kids and it gave off that like, stand-by-me feel, and it was all about those kids and whatever, and it was great. And I watched season two, and you're like, okay, it's going to be about the same kids, but what else can you give me? And watching season two, this is part of the reason why I loved it so much, was it's like, great, it's going to be about the same kids. Well, now what? It's the same fucking kids. What what else could you do? Um, and apart from my feelings about one of the characters, I think that it was a really strong season because it filled in the gaps and it gave you something else to look forward to in season 3 because in season 3 in my opinion it's not just going to be about those kids anymore you now have another storyline that you can go with that i think was really important for this season to go into the to, to go into a third season that wasn't really
0: Yeah, um,
4: really need to go into in season one. I know, I know, a lot of people's
0: problems with season two. (laughs) So that's why um, I love season two. A lot of people are talking about that there's a lack of interest, and I think that that's totally wrong. Mm -hmm. Um, The only thing that I say, season one had so much character development because we knew none of these characters. Coming into season two, we have all that knowledge already, so there's nothing they can really do to develop these characters further.
2: Well, counterpoint. I think season two really, really played around with new character developments. Yeah. Like, first of all, Dad Steve. Like Steve, Steve Harrington. Season one, you hated him. And season two, Dad Steve is just hanging out with with Dustin and being being like the cool older brother uh, figure and just babysitting all these kids. And it's like, and we he was so choice. And like th- that was so that was such a fun development. And like watching the, the relationship between um Jim Hopper and Eleven and and how their surrogate turned like, actual how like father-daughter um, relationship. That was so beautiful as that well. Eleven
0: died kinda like fucks with Mike and like changes Mike's attitude throughout the the entirety of season two.
4: I mean, forgetting all of that too though, I think the most important part about season two, and at least for me, which was what my hesitation was for season two to begin with, was that you get to see the kid that played Will, like, act to begin with, because in season one you see him as he's in the upside down the entire time, and no offense to him, there wasn't much acting on his part that was being done. Yeah. For this you actually get to see him, like deal with whatever he's dealing with and then And it goes and in- put that into the world that he's now back in and has been living in for what 10 years 12 years however old he is and I think that that was what really got me into season season two I was the most hesitant towards his character because I was very doubtful that he could match up with the rest of his coworkers in that sense.
2: I mean, he showed like, incredible range. Like he, he had like this classic meek did, yeah. will by herself. And he's, then he channeled yeah. like full on exorcist mode when he's, he, when he's possessed by the right, monster. Exactly. And it's like, it's so good.
4: Exactly. And I was the first person before season two started to be like, I don't think he's going to measure up to these other kids because these other kids have had an entire season to be immersed in this world and get to know these characters and become more acquainted with them. And this is going to be his first season of not only getting himself reacquainted with Will, but getting reacquainted with Will in the real world and the upside down. He's sharing himself. So I'm curious to see what he did with that. And I was incredibly impressed. Now, did I think he was the best of the season? No. But the season was still oh,
0: brilliant. Yeah. That was like, wonderfully uh, my pick for, for uh, series of the year.
2: Yeah. Oh, um, Andy, and there you don't have any honorable mentions? Like I'm surprised you didn't mention Riverdale or any anime. I don't know why, but I
0: still had it in my head that it was only TV shows, <laughs> so I didn't think to add anime because oh, okay. obviously <laughs> My Hero Season Two and Dragon Ball Super <laughs> are up there for sure. Um, so good, but I didn't really so good. I don't know why my brain didn't correlate that. I'm like. Stan definitely brought that up more than once, and I was just like, series of the year. TV series. (laughs) And, um... Yeah, Riverdale's up there, I definitely think that, (laughs) but... As far as honorable mention, I'm not really sure. Like, I love Riverdale, and, uh... (laughs) I love Riverdale,
4: but... No. No like here's the thing so there's two there's two parts to that is one i haven't finished it but two i feel like there are some I agree, TV shows other but... than Riverdale but riverdale is good it's entertaining it has twists it has grittiness it has character development it has all the things that you look for in a TV show i just don't think Ryan, that it's all I have as to say that is you need to watch season some of the 2 other stuff
0: out there. But seeing that, that seeing is. that season two isn't done yet, I can't really review it as a whole.
4: I'm so here's the thing is But yeah, exactly. So here's the thing is I remember I started watching season two and then I stopped because I think I abandoned it for something else. Can't remember what, but I definitely abandoned it for something else. Um which it's harder to remember now because Tom and I just started watching Battlestar Galactica from the beginning, so oh, it's like so really good. hard to remember. Right. So it's extremely hard to remember why I abandoned Riverdale, but in my brain, I, like, justified it with, well, you know, you're just going to binge the whole thing, so it doesn't really matter when you start it, you're going to finish it, and you're going to watch the whole thing anyway. So I was fine with, like, semi-abandoning it. But the fact that I'm okay with abandoning it, and, and that I don't have to watch it every week, sort of says something to me. Like, it's a great show, it's entertaining, it has everything that you need in a tv show but the fact that i don't want to watch it every week and that i'm okay with binging it i feel like says enough for our generation so you know yes is riverdale great sure
1: does he fight predator is it binge
4: worthy absolutely (laughs) but that's the way i feel like i can watch riverdale not yet (laughs) (laughs) No, no. But I feel like that's the way to watch It's like, it's binge-worthy, and that's its highlight. And that's its momentum, is it's
0: binge-worthy. So has binge Archie it entered the Blade Runner
4: universe yet? Everything no. that has to offer. Um,
0: so with no. that being said, uh, <laughs> Ryan, I guess you can pick up from there, because Stranger Things was your top as well.
4: It was, because I think of... I watched a lot of fucking TV this year and more so than I think I did last year and any other year before that. Whether it was for this podcast or myself, I just think I watched a lot of TV this year. And out of everything, I think Stranger Things was probably one of the stronger TV series that I watched. Movies, not so much. Um, But between Jessica Jones, Defenders, Iron Fist, Luke Cage, all of that. And I had... Wonderful things to say about all of them. I think Stranger Things is probably the strongest that I watched. And knowing jack shit about Castle, Castlevania, watching that, I, like, died a million deaths and then came back to life. I fell in love with that show. God, uh, Yeah, I tried to. I tried too. to watch neo I like Yuki. some I of the things ultra. that they did. <laughs> no. But... no. Um... Uh, that was Death on Wheels, but I would rather watch oh, that Oh, well, it sucks to be you, Ryan, because next year Evolution we're going to have again. to watch
0: that all over so again. So there's that. <laughs> yeah.
4: Okay, I have For a whole pen. fucking year, so we're going to put a pin in that. All right. Andy, one year, you fucker, Len, and Stan, year, I blame both of I gonna, you. I don't I'm blame Chris in any of this. He's a poor, innocent to bystander. To rent out an
0: entire movie theater <laughs> so that us four can watch Dragon Ball Evolution in a goddamn theater.
2: No, you will Maybe not. You in theaters yes.
1: on the big screen.
2: Please no. do. That'd be awesome. No, no even, yeah. even better. We should watch it in 40x, so like the seats move, and like, yeah. every time yeah. they like throw
1: like a key, whatever, yes. like a, a fog oh. rolls through the yes. theater, like colored fog.
2: I, I'm down. <laughs> I am Why so I down can't. with this.
4: I can't, but um, I I did put Stranger Things two as like my TV series of the year. But my honorable mentions were Jessica Jones, Castlevania, Winona Earp, and Van Helsing. um those last two I found sort of like by chance, they were on Netflix and I just sort of fell in love with them because they were female centered. Um, they both have female, well, why not an Earp, she's not an antagonist, but she's not a protagonist either. She's sort of like in between and that's kind of why I like her. Um, Van Helsing takes an interesting take on everything, but Castlevania did things to my heartstrings that I didn't think were possible, especially after that first episode. And there was just it was very hard trying to pick things for this because there was there was a decent amount of good TV this year, I will say that. Like if twenty seventeen did yeah. something right, it was TV.
3: Yeah.
4: So mm-hmm. yeah.
2: So much media. That's about all that 2017 did correctly. Oh well, well, don't don't stop there yet. We still have the hot mess section of the.
1: Um, my pick for for series of the year. (laughs) All right. Is it a big surprise? Probably not. Dragon Ball Super, um, my pick of the year, and you know, barring my implicit bias for anything Dragon Ball related. It was really nice having a new episode of Dragon Ball every Saturday night, Sunday to look forward to, especially since 2017 was a real big trash fire of a year. And it, it's nice to have something comforting and reliable, mostly, show up every week. And it was like coming home for me. And I think the. Tournament of Power Arc has been some of the, the coolest shit that they put out, and I'm I'm real sad that that series is going on break or hiatus or coming to an end in, in March, but I, it's been a great ride, and there are so many good moments in 2017 for Dragon Ball Super with Goku getting the Ultra Instinct transformation and just a lot of cool character moments in the Tournament of Power Arc, and that was my pick for... Yeah, no, there's no I mean, fly as eating. Opposed to Goku
4: fly, Dragon Ball Evolution.
2: <laughs> okay. Yeah, but there is Goku Kef- surfing on an energy blast Kefla. fired by uh, Kale Caulifla's fug- Kefla Kefla. Yeah. Sorry, which he can do um, better. My than, honorable you mention know, was existing. is another anime so the- called
1: Recovery of an MMO oh, Junkie. God. I don't know if you've.
2: stan stan i'm so glad you mentioned this this anime is so cute oh my and God. so amazing
1: chris i'm i'm so glad i'm so when glad chris you saw is this excited series. about things
4: it just
2: makes my heart yes it's it is it's the way it is so wholesome <laughs> and cute and it, it breaks and subverts and recreates it just breaks and, and like reinvents tropes and conventions and it's so yeah. wonderful and it's so it, it was like it's a definitely a feel-good anime and he gets you so invested in the, the relationship and the and the interactions, and it's. Um, no, that's fine. Yeah, I, I don't want to bogart Chris. your 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 pick, but I love it so Chris, much.
4: That's how I, that, uh, Chris, that's exactly how
2: I felt about steal the stars. Oh, okay, so uh, recovery of an MMO junkie. Um, <laughs> it's an anime about video games, but not actually about video games. The video games. It, Act as a, as a vehicle to exploring um, relationships between people, and uh, and uh, how it enhances and cultivates and nurtures them. Uh, so you have one of the coolest like one of the coolest and like one of the most unorthodox protagonists in in anime in recent memory. Like you have you don't really see this type this type of protagonist. So the main premise is you have um, this. Uh, Thirty-something-year-old corporate uh, female, amazing boss lady um, named um, uh, Mori Morioka, um, but she um, she's called uh, like Mori Mori-chan by her friends, uh, and she gives up like her really amazing, cushy, well-paying job to become a neat. So she basically gives up her entire job life just to play MMO RPG games full time, and it. Uh, it becomes like this giant web of uh, like dramatic and situational irony, where she she plays a male character and she interacts with a female character in game, which is actually um played by a male coworker or a colleague of hers, and it goes through like this up and down roller coaster of dealing with relationships all offline and online offline and how she learns how how to like interact in real world social uh like in real life and how she grows as a person and just like all these really cute super wholesome moments that happen all the time and like it's just a comedy that comes out of like misunderstanding each other and like the comedy of like two awkward people not knowing how to interact or not knowing how to read social cues like both in person and in in like the social yeah. and like the online yeah, social, social space Junkie, it's, like a, it's just so great um, it's I an love. anime
1: about people who my play stand- video games and their interpersonal interpersonal relationships with each other uh, one of my favorite things about the anime is that it shows them playing the mmo together but it doesn't really show the mmo play the way you think when you think of like sword art sword art online where they're just like fighting bosses and it's super actiony there's a little bit of that but most of the time you see them playing the game they're like hanging out they're like talking shit to each other they're trying on new outfits it's like basically how people like actually play mmos they like hang out most of the time and they're like oh look at my character look how cute my character looks with their hair up like this or wearing this and they complain about the loot boxes in the game and like getting certain items and and each uh each of the characters in the game is more or less played by a major character in the real world but you aren't sure at first who's playing what character in the game so there's this additional layer of like finding out like is this character who's interacting with morioka this character in the game because they have the same hair color maybe and it's just it's this nice little like mystery that has like no serious stakes to it but it's like it's super fun to watch and it just it reminds me of that whole period of my life when I was a freshman in high school and that summer where I only played Final Fantasy 11 for like 3 straight months and I made all these friends and I didn't know who they were in real life and nobody knew who they were in real life and they didn't really talk about it but we all hung out all the time we like fished and talked shit to each other and it was a great time and it just it just took me back to that time and I think the writing was great. The characters were great, and I just I want a season two. I want more. I wasn't expecting to like this anime as much as I did, but it totally struck me in a way that I wasn't expecting, and it's definitely worth a watch. And that's why it's my runner-up. Nice. Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. I need more episodes. So Good shit. Oh, gotta love it, show. Do you want to... Uh, should we go through the hot mess of the year?
1: We still have movie of the year, but if you want to do hot mess first, Oh, well, yeah, hot cause... mess
0: first, and then we'll lead off on yeah. a good note.
1: Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, I don't think I'm we should lead it. off with
0: the negatives.
1: All Oof. right.
0: Okay. All yeah. right, so... um Okay. How do you want to do this? <laughs> like, like every other year, where we just kind of roll off on hot messes?
1: Just read your list. Tell tell air. This is the annual airing of grievances for twenty seventeen.
0: Oh, who, who going first?
1: We have some overlap. There's oh like boy. some like. There's
0: a ton of overlap. There's there's also like.
1: The funny hmm. thing is, is that two people in here have something picked for their hot mess list, but two people actually sort of kind of liked the hot mess
0: pick. I see what you're talking about.
1: <laughs> and this is the first time we've all been in the room together to talk uh, about it.
4: Uh, <laughs> I can read between the lines, bitch.
2: <laughs> um, I can I can start with the, with my personal hot messes. So, <laughs> um, despite despite Willem Dafoe being the best part oh. of it. Oh, I cannot, no I cannot... No, I no, no. I cannot no, abide no. by Netflix live-action Death Note movie. It's just... It just... It oh, just takes everything... I'm sorry. It's like Johnny Depp
4: couldn't save that fucking <laughs> gangster movie. Willem Defoe could not save Death Note. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's just... Uh, I can go... I can write an entire dissertation of like every single thing that was messed up and bad and horrible about here's, here's, Chris
4: if you could write an entire dissertation on that you should be grateful.
2: I should I saying. should um <laughs> it's just I if I start here's, if here's I start the thing, going about do you want Chris thing, to write is a, bad a dissertation movie, for you
1: a bad movie no Can't, is, is the room is because it's,
2: a bad movie
1: it's just because it's a bad movie doesn't make it a bad movie
2: okay Yes! So there's, but here's the difference. There's good, there's is good the bad room is a the bad
1: movie we
4: love to hate, and Death Note was just a bad movie.
1: here's the
2: difference. <laughs> no. I give you that. I, I give you, you that. Standpoint. He was great, but everything else. No. Uh, everything else. Uh, I, I think he, it was a different. You mean the rest I of the movie was nice when he wasn't there was a take terrible take movie? Even if you're not familiar with Death Note. series
4: I think you were high Listen, uh, when I you saw this. Everything, that's everything and, and everything is has to do in the now.
1: This <laughs> and there. And he's true though. Like when he says that shit, he's got the whole run shit. of the manga in like a collector's box. He's got like the Omega um, edition.
0: Have you seen the original two live action Death Note movies? I read Death the Note manga, movies? and you- I
4: hold the manga in such high regard. Have that you watched I the original two Death Note say That live the action? American Death Note is shit.
2: I really enjoyed those. Yes. Yeah.
4: <laughs> and I thoroughly enjoyed them. I was like, "Damn, the Japanese! Like, I don't care if this is shit. The Japanese know what they're fucking doing." I was entertained by the movie. I was loving it. I watched it like I'd never read the manga, and it was great. But watching the American remake, all I could think about was, oh, my God, you're butchering it, you're butchering it, you're butchering it, you suck, you suck, you suck. Oh, fuck, why are you doing that? Go fuck yourself, stop talking. Please Adam, stop talking. Wingard, like, that was... Adam
2: Wingard, why did you think making Death Note the core of it being a, a twisted love story was the right way to adapt it to U.S. Right, audiences? Right, like, that was my thought uh... process
4: watching all of it, like... I'm the person that would sit in a Borders in the manga section reading Death Note before the movie we were going to watch when I was a youngin'. And I would sit there and I would just watch, like read all of it and just I would demolish every single bit of it. I love Death Note. But watching the American remake, it just reaffirms that my thinking in that Americans ruin everything. There are very few things that Americans have remade really that have actually been successful and good in my eyes. And this was one of those things where I was like, Nope, Americans ruin everything. We shouldn't touch anything European or international. Nothing. Shouldn't touch anything. This was one of those moments. Yeah. They ruined Death Note. I don't, you say what you I'm will about the, Willem Defoe. You can be the biggest Willem Dafoe fan, which clearly the three of you are <laughs> in case previous episodes haven't been an indication like, that's fine. But they ruined this movie. I would rather
2: watch Dragon Ball Evolution over Death Note. <laughs> I would rather watch
4: Suicide Squad, Dragon Ball Evolution, and some other shit bullshit to than watch you, I'm Death Note watch again. This and then we're and give all give shitty
0: movies. Breakdown of how I feel of this movie on the next episode. <laughs> <laughs>
2: And yeah. I was like, Is, it's like, It's actually a masterpiece.
4: Andy, <laughs> <laughs> I would expect nothing less. In fact, I welcome it. Bring it, bitch. Bring it. Bring it. I going to take your ass down.
1: So Chris.
4: Uh, bring it.
1: Man. Chris, does this mean that you're anyway. excited for a battle box? <laughs> so that's Alita my first hope.
2: Oh, Okay, so here are my thoughts. Okay, so here are my thoughts about oh God. Uh, oh uh, God. Alita Battle Angel. First of all, why did they change the title? Why did they flip around? Battle Angel <laughs> Alita is a great title. They should have kept it. It rolls off the tongue really well. Alita Battle Angel... Battle Angel... whatever. I can't even talk. I'm so flabbergasted and mad right now. It sounds stupid. I'm sorry. Robert Rodriguez and James Cameron, I respect your work, but what? Like okay, uh, why change the title? And two, why? Why is Alita? I I know like she's a cyborg. She's an eye implants, you know, you can mess around the proportions and what have you. But wh- yes, why? Why is she the only one, only cyborg that looks weird and different? I mean, I don't know if, you're, if they yes. really are they trying to give yes. her anime manga eyes <laughs> for real, or are they trying to make her look different but 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 why have her look like that and every other cyborg and and the rest of the movie looks looks normal looks seamless fits him in the rest of the movie and then you have like this really weird uncanny valley weird like cgi thing and you like like why cast the, the 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 actress who's playing alita and not have her actually like See, see her in the movie. It's like it's it's like ah, uh, I don't okay. But that aside, the cast looks. I mean, the cast is like it's is truly ensemble. You got like Christoph Waltz and uh, Masrallah Ali and and all these other and like these other great actors. But like, um, I don't know. I, I'm just nitpicking, but I don't know. So you say the Bruh! aside. It's a great. Yeah. Movie. I don't know. I I if I can look if I can lo- look past like the weird uncanny valley w- which it sounds I like I can. can. I think I think it's a step in the right <laughs> direction. I think I think it will be better than live action goes to the shell was also dropped tw- in 2017 which is also my larger hot mess uh Super gripe, and like just Hollywood's attempt to adapt live action movies in general, like they're failing. But at the same time, like, even though we're failing, I mean, we had a dark period, and like where you know, U- US studios were making not so great superhero movies, but they kept trying and trying, and you know, and um and then like you know back in the, back in like the early 2000s you got your X-Men and your Spider-Man you got Blade uh and then you know Marvel cracked the Code in tw- 2008 um so I don't know like I like to th- I- I'm trying to stay optimistic that Highland will get a live action anime movie right um but at least in Japan you're they're churning out you know that they're churning them out all the time, you know, like which is really great because, like, Full Metal Alchemist, uh, Brotherhood, uh, the, the live action movies, I heard coming to the to Netflix, uh, later <laughs> this year. Um, oh, shit.
4: yes, so, awesome, <laughs> more Willem de fucking Foe. I will say that one series that I'm really looking forward to, like, looking ahead. Like, really looking forward to watching. Mm, I heard so looking about that. Forward to us talking about is Altered Carbon on Netflix. It, it looks.
0: Because I just thought of something. Amazing. Stand, uh, saying Willem Defoe is. Uh, Why the fucking yeah, I thought of something. So, we're going to make an entire live action series. And every single character from Full Metal Alchemist is going to be Willem Defoe. Oh and we're going to call it. Defoe Metal Alchemist? <laughs> no, Andy. No. <laughs> Defoe Metal. Yes, that is the most genius yes, title I've ever That's come amazing. up with.
4: Okay, going into twenty eighteen and going into the new year, super nerd pals. I feel like and- I feel like should be allotted to like. One On his birthday. Willem Dafoe episode a year, where that's it. Where it's like you pitch movies and TV shows all about Willem Dafoe, and it's like a Willem Dafoe fest, and that's it. But you get one episode a year, so like that's it. And I'm and like Andy, you allot all of your Willem Dafoe shit to this one episode, and that's
2: it. Andy, who's your who's your favorite? Defoe. <laughs> Defoe. Ma- no no up. Kurt, i no, I'm, just thinking, I'm, just just no, I'm just thinking Damn, I, i'm, like, I'm just thinking about armstrong and Defoe. i'm just thinking i am like i'm just feeling it is so wholesome and no, dumb just just, just Defoe with sparkles and and, and like be a great, flexing
1: his yeah, muscles be a great, I'm All, what i'm stuck on is yes, like yes. they do oh, the transmutation thing that they try to bring back their mom, they lose their arm, whatever. Alphonse's his whole body, and then all of a sudden you see like, oh, Al- Edward's like freaking out because he thinks Alphonse is dead, and he turns and he sees a suit of armor, and all he hear is like, "Hello, Oni Chan." <laughs> 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 <It's> like-
0: <laughs> oh, you know what would be a uh, great you know mashup? Willem, my Willem little pony. My Little Pony. <laughs> Would be Willem Dafoe as... We're going to... We, my Little Dafoe. We're going to call him yes, We got to move on Coming because... Coming 2018, this, Super Nerd Pals the, the does list. My this Little Dafoe. <laughs> anyway. Exactly!
4: That's why we're still on it! A- A- Andy, Andy, I... This is this is what this will forever be a three against on, one you, thing. You I didn't would like never, um, ever, ever that that movie he was in, you know that good one.
1: So. Um, Budon Budon sinks those those go those goalies. Which one?
2: There was okay a
4: fire the Budon Saints. Okay, all right, all right, all right. Here's the thing. Well, about that's, the goal.
0: that's that's, that's I think, your problem, I Ryan. That's your problem right the there.
4: I don't think of old Defoe. Okay, that's <laughs> great. Listen, like, Roman that's cute. Is the
0: shit, that's cute, but, but I Dafoe, think of the two
4: main characters—like, I mean,
0: that's he's just I Willem of. Dafoe. Willem um, Dafoe. He's he's Green yeah.
1: da- he's, he's Green Da-fucked Goblin. Up
0: for this
4: movie, Dafoe is the
0: hero we deserve
2: and needed, and he delivered.
4: I will say his whole scene where he's standing there in the living room and you just hear classical music and he's just doing this, and I, I was just like, "Oh my god, you are channeling." Gary Oldman from The Professional in this scene, and I appreciate it so fucking much, and I love it. But that being Mm -hmm. said... It's not when I think of the Boondock Saints, I think of the Brothers First and then Willem Defoe. So yeah, sure, he's done. Well, it's shit. okay,
2: it's okay, Ryan. We will, we will transplant Willem Defoe's. face You're not onto... gonna make
4: a Defoe like human out of you, you know me unless I met that the man face to face. Then I could never say a bad word against him. No, uh, the Orient no, express. express. Don't say Spider Man. I will come over there and I will meet you. Really, really, really
0: good.
1: I want to say it. Yeah, oh, it, I actually, was actually,
2: how was that?
0: <laughs> and Defoe related. Cool. But anyway, on... the Defoe on, adjacent. Now, now that we've got all the Defoe out it. of our system. Yes. I think <laughs> we're, we're I agreement in agreement that Defoe
1: is like one of the, the best actors of our time, so we can move on. <laughs> We are all in unanimous <laughs>
4: agreement. Sorry, where unanimous. was the agreement? Did it run away? Did it leave? Where was the where was the agreement? Guys, guys, guys where fit. where was that? Did I miss it? Did it go across the screen?
2: I, if you,
4: oh, with the one that broke 40 minutes ago because that was dead. Like and then I can't possibly agree to that. Oh well, well, Ryan, I I am just lucky that there was Right, I hate it. to hate
2: to do this to you, but there's this this is this amazing new product it's basically the adobe photoshop for audio so basically since i have at least a minute worth of of you of your of t- your vul on tape. You I and can I read.
4: are like brothers and sisters in solidarity in this. If you fuck me on this podcast, I'm I just you, saying son. the technology exists where, where I
2: can take your sound bites, Thomas, and recreate your Washington. entire voice to say that you love Willem Dafoe. That exists right. out there. Um, Thank you. Um, on um, the rest of the hot messes
0: of 2017,
4: I will eat everything you love.
1: Anyway, um. <laughs> Was one of your picks?
4: No one agreed. But that was with me 2016. Iron doesn't count. Kind of shocked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Suicide Squad.
0: <laughs> okay, you know what? I
4: and saw and it. actually, we can we can <gasps> refer to the table. 2017? I think that was
1: hot, no, one of our should. hot messages for 2016.
0: I mean, oh, absolutely, it was. Well, no, no, I'm...
1: 100%. You can't you can't pick
3: mm.
0: Yeah. Well,
1: 2016. Okay. You can't pick Iron <laughs> well, Fist right? Wait a minute.
4: What year was Iron Fist?
1: You could you pick Defenders.
4: Why not? It's gotta be it was still a hot mess. Generally what? Doesn't matter speaking, what year it yeah, is still the a hot mess. Uh, yeah, the Iron Fist
1: bits in the year that defenders.
4: were. Iron Fist <laughs> <laughs> it has to be something I experienced oh my god, I can't, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> i'm late to the party on everything i still it's 2018 ah, mess, it mess. That for a ah. <laughs> it's it's going to be it's going to be one of those things where it's like we're gonna record an episode at some point this year where i'm gonna be like guys
1: it's gonna stop the podcast
4: and it's, I'm not even going to tell anybody like beforehand. The first thing I'm going to say is be like, guys, I finally <laughs> saw Mad Max. And you guys are not even going to be excited about it. You're just going to be like, it's about fucking time. Well,
2: I'll be excited theory. about it. Well,
4: I will, will Right. But Chris, <laughs> like, you're the only one that will be excited about it because Ryan, the people who made Mad Max Ryan, decided that they're going to like re release it in stereo sound Amazon and sepia and paying money to go see it.
2: It has no experience. Okay, great. How
0: much it how much is it in the iTunes? It's probably
4: like, because be I'm not gonna
0: buy the Blu-ray.
1: You could rent it for like $3.99, I'm sure.
0: Anyway, onward to my hot messes of the year. I'm just gonna go off. EA, you a hot mess.
1: Yeah. Oh.
2: Yeah. Cap-
0: Capcom, you started the year off strong, but you ended as a hot mess. Oh. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. Street Fighter 5. That shitty ass Marvel vs. Capcom three limited edition. Wait, what did what uh, did Capcom Infinite do to hurt Storm, you the rest of the year? Oh yeah, Marvel vs. Oh, Capcom right. Infinite,
1: like that was so bad, I forgot. I about had
0: it. the collector's edition pre-ordered, and then I saw the Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite Infinity Stones, which basically <laughs> just looked like ninety-nine cent store Easter eggs for two hundred dollars. Fuck you, uh, Ghost in the Shell. You use a hot mess. Uh, <laughs> Destiny Two started off good. I like the game, but now they're making it more like Destiny One, which I fucking hate. So GG, you suck.
2: What? How are they? they they're, they're how are they making it worse? Because I Destiny's Two launch was pretty strong. they creating right? um. So the
0: newest update, the new big update, which uh, hasn't come out yet. Is gonna introduce a bunch of things that were in Destiny One that I did not like about Destiny One. So this mm-hmm. game that I loved for six months is now going down the drain because they want to make it like this, like the prequel that I fucking
2: Cut. hated. Uh, I'm sorry. <sighs> stand, Hi, <Andy. laughs> stand where your list.
1: Marvel comics are, are suck. Oh yeah, Marvel they... too. Fuck
2: you, Marvel marvel comics just their
1: their uh... legacy relaunch thing was (laughs) was awful um them trying to bring back wolverine and pretend that's like a big deal is dumb putting logan at the end of every single comic book as like a post-credit scene for a comic book is awful them canceling um luke cage um gwenpool
2: just gaslighting diversity in comics in general it's just it's blaming diversity so in
1: comics for for their bad sales uh, um, chris you and i have talked about know, this you know taking captain america away from about sam about wilson this. to give it back to the guy who was just a nazi and took over america making him captain america again um
0: so stan i guess i guess nazis can be your friend to the whole Wolfenstein
2: no, no, debate.
0: Nazi, no, never, not. never.
4: <laughs> no. Nobody said that Nazis can be your friends, but clearly, the lesson to the story is uh, no,
1: no, Nazis no, are I'm in this, this year, So
4: hipsters, if please, you're listening, please you no,
2: know? please no. You want to
1: be like
4: quote unquote on trend, like hipsters. Nazis are apparently a thing. So that, that taking, really awkward taking awkward, the Venom symbiote from nasty Flash Thompson giving it back
1: to Eddie Brock for no, no good reason. And making
4: Eddie Brock an in, asshole so
0: after years that. of character development to make him a likable character.
1: Yeah. Um, taking away Blade's daughter. Or maybe not. Not answering whether As, or, is or not Blade, right? Blade's right? daddy. Is
2: Blade's daddy? Is Blade daddy? Is Blade daddy? Is daddy? daddy.
1: Um, killing Jane Foster soon. James Foss is getting killed soon, so Thor Odinson like could be Thor name. again. Um, taking Spider-Man away from Miles, Miles is no longer <laughs> Spider-Man as of the ending of Spider-Man Two. Uh, um, that is stupid. Miles
0: is his own hero now. I forget the name that he went with. Oh yeah, he changed yeah, his code it's like name. Fucking right?
2: Stupid. Is that is, it, is that is that 2018 news or? It's.
1: I think it was late 2017 news. Um oh, okay. But they are basically walking back all their like progress to appeal to a, a base that doesn't even buy their comic books and doesn't read and just likes to complain about them on the internet. And they're going to do this. This is
2: a loud and vocal minority. They're
1: going to do this yeah. to alienate the people who actually are going out there and buying comics, and those people aren't going to buy the comics. And so they're going to be out of luck, Marvel. <sighs> so they, they relaunched in 2017 with original numbering for Legacy, and apparently they are canceling some of those Legacy numberings to reboot them as new number ones this year
2: that's like, so much math like, like deadpool math.
1: um ea andy you brought that up but ea closed visceral who made uh dead space um uh, they canceled several single player star wars games that were in development that looked really cool um the battle star wars battlefront 2 was like a, a huge mess the loot box and like basically giving advantage of people who paid for that kind of stuff over people who played Um, Mass Effect Andromeda huge fucking middle finger basically to anyone who liked Mass Effect um, changing everything that was good about it and like leaving nothing behind and ruining facial animations and basically burying Mass Effect. So we're never going to get another Mass Effect again. Probably Um, Bioware making Anthem, which is like another destiny, basically, because we need another destiny um and yeah that's about it those are your hot, hottest messes those are the
0: hottest messes of twenty eighteen uh seventeen um miles morales's new name is spy d yeah like Spy s p y hyphen d spy d like like spy because okay. something to do with like his father with the being D. a shield okay. agent there... or some shit. Uh, uh Oh, uh, is he, I have no is, idea. He really not and so he, to crack, like, is, he, is he the, wants to be seen having like a, his an injured which is understandable. Spider
2: Man costume, but oh, right.
0: um, I, I, that's there's like fucking thousand spider
1: mm-hmm. men. Yeah, he's not really like changing his. He's just like shortening yeah, it. Yeah, like you like just you just change the, the name
0: and the spelling, but you're gonna still have the black and red Spider-Man costume.
1: They they could have just called him like Stinger, or like Stick Man because he sticks to the walls, or like mm. Kick Kick Guy. I think
0: Tarantula would be a cool name.
1: <laughs> punch Punch your Punch your face, guy. Mm.
0: I'm
4: actually kind of surprised there isn't like a superhero named Tarantula Man or Tarantula Woman, because there's oh. and the Wasp,
1: Daddy Two Legs, stuff
2: like, that. like Hulk and Chee Hulk. Uh, Marvel Comics, Spide what are you porn. doing, Daddy? Two- Daddy Two Legs. <laughs>
4: It would be mommy two legs at that point. That again sounds like a porno. So I don't think that I'm works. Just
0: gonna, I'm just gonna go along I'm and sorry, say that if those you, names are also on the hot mess the list. Phrase,
4: mommy two legs.
1: <laughs> I just came up with the worst one, and I'll just drop it here. Daddy long legs. <laughs>
4: That is the name of, like, the movie Spider-Man the universe orgy porno that they come up with. Uh...
1: <laughs> this oh, no. is we now an explicitly opportune time rated on iTunes to for uh, yeah.
4: note
0: that this is not suitable right, well, for children under the age of 18. Well,
3: <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> well, onward with the sailor mouth, on to Moving the fucking of sailor the year. Mouth?
2: It's right. Okay.
0: Dude, Andy, I
4: remember way back in the day when y'all first started this, I was like, yo, if Andy can curse,
2: I'm curse. Yeah, explicit.
4: Woohoo. And that was like my justification for being myself the first time I was a guest on the show. Right.
2: We're all about authenticity. It was because
4: Andy did it first.
2: It's all good. All
0: right. So, um,
4: no, it's all Andy's fault. I see
0: all of you guys have the same okay. one movie in common. And, uh,. I would just like to start off saying I have not seen set movie yet.
1: You haven't seen Thor Ragnarok? No. Oh, jeez.
2: Oh. Gonna... oh. Oh, God. What? Andy! Andy! Is, Andy! Is, is by far... Okay, Okay. well... Spi-
4: I mean, I know I have no room to talk because I still haven't seen Mad Max, but Andy!
2: Sp- Spider-Man Homecoming was really good, but like Thor Ragnarok was my all-time favorite. Marvel movie from this year. It was
4: just, it was just, it was it is so, good, so oh, much it was fun. So um, I think it was perfectly paced. It just had so much, so much. It had like the perfect balance of like humor and seriousness. It was just, it was a perfect super. Taika Watiti, like,
2: you are a genius. Yeah. I love Far you. Way, I think my favorite I, I, I'm so sorry friendly. that yeah, I haven't heard of you until it. now. It's but... just the stars have not aligned <laughs> yeah.
0: yet. So. Mm. Oh no! But the difference—the difference, the difference is—I will actually see Thor Ragnarok mm. before I see. You mean just like I've been Infinite meaning War, to so. see Mad Max, but the stars haven't aligned. Whereas it. you will never see Mad Max, apparently. <laughs>
4: <laughs> ah, that is not true. My Okay, let's challenge make this a challenge. Who my,
0: who sees my, Mad Max? I never did and never Year's uh, first. But, the Year's which is not fair because Thor is yes. not in theaters anymore. And uh and
2: and it's Excellent. not on
0: DVD yet, so
2: uh no well, it's okay. It's, and Mad Max has been out for so long, I guarantee like days, you it's
4: like
0: whatever. The, most, the
4: most minimal amount of money to rent it from iTunes. Um,
2: It probably will. It's okay, Andy. We, if it's on Netflix, oh yes, I literally have no excuse. Plot just, guys. We'll rent out a movie theater and we'll do a back-to-back double feature of Thor and Mad Max. Okay, and who's X. got
4: the money for that? Because <laughs> I know we don't. Chris, are you sitting on money that you haven't told us about uh, yet? Uh, Maybe.
2: I don't know. Who knows? Oh,
4: okay. So that's how we're gonna well, get to the movie theater. No, yeah. I was. We'll
2: yeah, just, let's
1: just, just be real. None in of us have money,
4: and and, and uh huh. Yes, that'd be great. No such thing as a perfect crime. Yeah, no. no. Well, that's.
2: I like, don't know well,
1: how you. No, none
4: of us has money. From... I thought you were gonna say there's no such thing as a perfect you, crime. Right. I was going to say well, technically. Crime. <laughs> I'm a fiend <laughs> when it comes to everything. All right, so my movie of the year, Abnormal, without say, <laughs> yeah, and crime, is Star Wars: it's The it's Last Jedi. That I've learned
0: to deal with.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm not. I sorry. honestly have nothing to add to that because we gave a whole fucking podcast review mm-hmm, on that movie. Mm-hmm. We yeah,
1: we did a whole episode so on Star Wars: The Last
0: seen Jedi. That shit,
4: go check that out. Have you seen? On Twitter, there's a thread going on of people doing yeah the beautifully brilliant color. Oh, the color yeah. and challenge up scene, and they're all set to different. I could listen putting that still, challenge aside. I, I still have chills thinking that about that
0: one scene forever on Luka. where the ship I goes through the star destroyer. That... Oh.
1: Yeah,
2: with that... Snoke. That oh my! Is and as everything goes silent,
0: because no one oh, can hear yeah. you
2: scream in space, because it's a vacuum. It's awesome. Mm-hmm.
4: I just, yeah. I think that the Last Jedi, yeah. in terms of in universe, just hit all the right notes. It hit everything. It was <clears> perfect. And if that was... If they suddenly decided that that's where they wanted to end it and they didn't want to do anything else...
1: Yeah, they burned they burned Star Wars down at the end of that film. Because Literally I think
4: and it was a perfect movie. Yeah, like, it was a perfect movie.
2: Um, st- the Last Jedi is on my honorable mentions list. Is not my topic, but by far, it was one of the most fun movie-going experiences I've ever had in my life. Because... Uh, I've been wanting to see a movie in 4D- 4DX forever. And um, for the longest while, uh, the closest 4DX theaters uh, were in New York City. There's like two of them in New York City. And that was like pretty much the only one on the East Coast. So when I saw um, The Last Jedi, um, they I, literally opened up, I felt like they literally opened up a 4DX theater in DC just, so, just because of The Last Jedi. So I watched The Last Jedi in 4DX, like lights are going off, there's fog, when it's raining, there was mist flying down from above and like the seats were moving and like when the opening crawl sequence was uh, happening in the beginning, like, my seat started to lean back and forwards and it was just like... Stan, like, I'm, I'm calling it now, in two
0: years we are seeing yeah. that movie in 4DX. Yes,
2: yeah, like... Last Jedi was was just a great, great movie in general, but just with 40X, like the immersive the immersive that just was scaled to eleven. I was just have I was on a roll I was on a two well maybe like a- almost three hour Star Wars roller coaster ride. It was so much Suicide fun. Suicide Squad. Um
4: Okay, think about the worst movie that possible.
1: Well documented. Dragon
4: Ball Evolution. <laughs> That's exactly how I saw Suicide Squad. Mm. I, I mean like it was the first time I've ever experienced a movie in 4D I had no idea what it was and if I can didn't you buy time... those tickets
0: in 4D by
2: accident yes Though <laughs> those are there's like 25 up per pop or like 4DX isn't cheap
4: but here's the thing though is like the price difference between that and like real 3D wasn't that much at this theater oh, I just assumed it was the same thing I was oh, okay. like oh this is All normal right. Now, it might not be the case anymore, but I'm telling you, when I bought these tickets, they they were not enough of a price difference for me to think twice
0: about the they, fact that I might have probably made a knew how shitty that movie was gonna be in 4DX. That's entirely possible.
4: And maybe that should be been good maybe they put in that actually by accident. But it wasn't. And now I know for the next time. <laughs> <laughs> right I like I was just like what's 4D that's bullshit this is probably a typo <coughs> bye
0: but yeah, if I had to give some honorable mentions you guys basically cover them all um, it Wonder Woman Logan uh, uh, and those those movies were so yeah. good there were a lot of shit movies in 2017 but you got it
2: mm-hmm yeah, for uh, for my top pick it was Logan. Um Audible mentions Wonder Woman, Thor: Ragnarok and Last Jedi. Um Logan I I haven't seen it since it came out in theaters but when I was thinking about like I just I just found I to me like Yeah, it it came seems so long ago. Like I felt like Logan came out in 2016 and I was like, "Oh, wait, it it did it."
0: Yeah, yeah. it was like May um,
2: uh March hmm And for me, like uh with Marvel Comics stuff, like just like with just strictly like the comic stuff, not um um I felt like with Marvel Comics I was more of an X Men fan than anything. Uh nowadays, like, you know, Ghost Rider's really high up there, but like growing up, like X-Men had a huge, huge impact on my life. And and then with with two thousand one we had the first X Men movie, um, which was what a really a huge watershed moment in like the second like um superhero movie renaissance. Um and we've been we've been having Huge Jackman as Wolverine for fifteen plus years and X really good movies like X-Men two and like really bad ones too. Um X three like X-Men origin. Yes, exactly. Um but Logan just it just Logan was so Good, because uh, similar to Deadpool, the creators felt like, um, you know, we could we could age up, we could we could age this movie up, uh, we could tell a great story, and we can get away with R rating and not just give it an R rating for the sake of giving it an R rating, but it actually fits the character, fits the world, if it it's this current um, development and like the entire franchise, and then. It was also super heartbreaking because, like, it de- it dealt with like Professor X, um, you know, the most powerful psychic mutant on the planet, dealing with Alzheimer's, and um, and it got into really real shit. Um, and then just like seeing that relation, see, like, first of all, seeing Laura slash X twenty three on the screen, which is something I would never thought would ever happen like you know like i don't i don't think like i mean I, we live in a an age where i think pe- people like 20 years ago would never have thought like gardens of the galaxy would be a movie um or you know like dr strange but now we, we live in that age and like seeing like x23 on there just kicking ass was so good and like that just like the the like just closing the loop at the end where like logan goes out doing for what hit like redeeming itself with one last ride and and fulfilling a redemptive arc where like like Laura accepts her, her father and like that that one scene where she like she takes the cross and flips it over into an X and it's like oh oh my god it's so simple but so ingenious. I started
4: I started fucking bawling at the yes. end of that movie I was yes. a mess
2: it was so good um so and I now own that movie oh, oh,
4: my bad. um I, well, hold on. So I got the uh, screen actors, like the Screen Actors Guild version of it, mm-hmm. and I have to tell you that the people who are getting these movies, who are watching them, um, are less likely to vote for them. And I know the Screen Actors Guild awards have long since passed, but I was having a discussion with like producers and editors who get these movies, and they are like, "Well, I'm not going to vote for it." And I said, "Why not?" And they said, because it was unnecessarily violent, like, I didn't need to see Wolverine do this and that and the other, and it wasn't a kids movie, and I was like, yes, because it goes along with the comic universe where Old Man Logan, it's not for kids, Wolverine was for kids, Old Man Logan is not for children, and all these older, like, if it was our generation voting in the SAG Awards, it might have stood a better chance, but like, Watching all these older, like this older generation, like trying to figure out what to do with Logan, and they don't know what to do with it. It was just sort of entertainment, entertaining and heartbreaking at the same yeah. time. Yeah, oh, think another hot. Like, they don't that's like a backdoor hot mess.
2: Like SAG and the Oscars just like refusing to nominate or award genre films for uh, what yeah. do you mean, like,
1: Boss it, Baby? I it's, it's Sort got nominated. of
4: heartbreaking, but at the same time, it's sort of like we will. It's sort of heartbreaking, and at the same time, <laughs> no
2: please don't open that wound stand. I'm so, so salty about that. So sad.
4: But it's one of those things where it's like we can be salty about stuff like that now because I really do believe that people of our generation like our time is coming like there will be a time when the saga Awards are dominated by movies done by people our age or are being voted by people our age and that can fully appreciate something like that so we finally get the recognition now when will that happen i don't know but i feel like movies like logan or deadpool or whatever the their equivalent will be in however many years yeah. like they will have their time mm-hmm. We will get there.
2: We will. Yeah.
4: We will get there. It's fine. Yeah,
1: I have it on Blu-ray. I'm meaning to watch it in black and white. Fucking it really was.
4: And I'm happy I own that movie.
2: Mm. Oh no,
4: I just have the screener. I have no idea I, if it's in black and white. Or I'm so
2: mad I missed the black and white version in theaters. Because they were playing it.
4: That's so Tarantino uh, though. No. I feel like I would be watching that and be like, this is such a nod to Tarantino. Mm
2: yeah i really wanted to see that like i got i got to, I got to see the black and chrome edition of mad max free road in theaters as well and it, like, it felt like watching like um, the movie for the first time again and i really wanted to experience that with logan i know you could you could do that with the dvd blu-ray version but i just i just love the movie going experience I, in general so i
0: i went back yeah. to our episode that's what i was just doing um because I thought so, but every single movie, whether it is our movie of the year or runner up, we have done
1: yeah, I'm, a spoiler I'm sure cast. That's probably like a big tell of, of like episodes. what our, what our like top picks are going to be Hell every year. As yeah. if we did like a if we if we decided it was important enough to do a spoiler <laughs> cast.
0: I was just like I, I'm pretty sure we did a spoiler cast of all of these, but yeah. I need to make sure.
2: I'm we did, sure yeah. We did
0: too, yeah. I I just double checked. Yes. The- <laughs>
2: But and uh when choosing Logan, this is not to say like I didn't like it was a. I mean, going through these movie picks was like similar to Game of the Year, where like ah, but the like because Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman was so good. Like I've I've we've talked in length about how amazing Wonder Woman is, and it's like the single saving grace for the DC movie universe, and like. And it just—it was a giant you to all the haters who were giving Gal Gadot in the beginning, and how she was just so bad. As like and like the no man's land scene, like one of the single most greatest moments of cinema in recent memory. Um, I don't know. It, when I was choosing these flicks, um, like the the two that were really really neck and neck with each other were Logan and Wonder Woman for sure. Um, so, and now I'm and looking forward. I'm looking forward to Wonder Woman 2 this year um but i don't know i i think just because what what I'm up what won me out with logan a little bit more is just you know growing up with hugh jackman logan like for like 15 something years or more it's just like it, it's it was just it just it got really emotional because we like he was i mean the x movies were were basically all about wolverine which is a good and bad thing but i mean he is the perfect wolverine and and i don't know if they were going to recast him. i know with the x-men movies well they should i don't know i mean who knows i mean you know the the age of the hollywood reboot and revamp but i know like fox or whoever like disney whoever's owning the the x-men franchise now like in, in terms of those rights i mean they're doing some really experimental stuff like the new mutants it's, gonna be like, it's like it's like it's more horror psychological horror thriller yeah it seems feel. like it um yeah which I can't wait for us mm-hmm. to talk about um and then like the the tv show like legion. the gifted um oh what was the other one the yes legion they're, oh, they're really good actually, yeah, didn't didn't and they like uh that's hot mess <laughs> so bad
1: I forgot about it
2: I just <laughs> thought of that shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's Selective good. Selective memory. Yeah, but yeah. Anyway, uh, Ryan, what about your uh, picks or movie picks of the year?
1: Ryan, it is that a computer well, movie?
2: Well,
4: obviously, for those it people, is that really, about computers? It is okay. definitely one of yeah. the <laughs> What? what was yes what um no it was what definitely was? one of my tops i know it's not uh it um i know it's not like a hundred percent nerd related but pick whatever you want, Ryan. chris and i had a fabulous time talking about this movie and I, it was just i was
0: i was there i was there was? for that ryan no i know but it,
4: <laughs> it was it was brilliant it
1: sorry (sighs) Uh. (laughs) you
4: made this joke last time and it really hurt me um no i there yeah um but between that and star wars last jedi there was just i couldn't complain about anything about star wars last jedi although i say that now and maybe i should have listened to our star wars episode before this because i might have had some complaints but that's besides the point i'm telling you right now like watching scene, certain scenes back and stuff like that it was just an all-around like perfect star wars movie and then of course there was wonder woman like yay femininity and thor ragnarok was just like the most apart from deadpool was like the most fun i've ever had like watching a super what's your movie top so pick far, so.
1: what do you want to add to this
4: those are like my babies of the
1: year. I'm gonna say you can't pick Star Wars because it's already top, on the list. Top, so you, top you pick, pick something I else. Pick top, top, top. All right.
4: Uh, I have. Yeah. It. Great. The movie about computers, you know, from the Woo! IT department. <laughs> right. They're clowns in the IT department, apparently. Yeah,
1: I also pick Star Wars as my main pick, so yeah. I'm going to go ahead and list, choose Thor Ragnarok as our fourth pick movie of the year um i feel strongly about all the films on my list star wars we already spoke about logan thor ragnarok um wonder woman and pokemon i choose you is one of my honorable mentions we haven't talked about that before but i did a mini spoiler thing with andy um about that movie and it was super special to watch it on the big screen because i hadn't seen a the last time I saw a movie, a Pokemon movie in theaters was Pokemon 2000 with Lugia. And no, this is a Mew, Mewtwo one. 2000 was the one with Lugia and the birds. You mean the first Pokemon movie but... ever? It's... <laughs> oh no, I never saw Pokemon that. Pokemon I Choose You <laughs> was like a 20th anniversary <laughs> film. That celebrates the series, and I, I got to watch it with Kirstie in theater, so that was super special to me to be able to share that with her. My top pick is Thor because it's fucking Thor. It was funny. Hulk was oh. in it. Loki was in it. Um, Lots of fun. Lots of good times. Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. 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 All, all good stuff.
2: Lots of Jack Kirby. Lots of Jeff Goldblum. Love it.
4: Jeff Goldblum being in that yeah. movie Valkyrie like, was awesome. Sort of, like, rounded the whole thing out and just sort of everything was
1: awesome. About Thor make Ragnarok. the
4: whole thing, you know. So
1: our top picks: Star Wars: the Last Jedi, Logan, It, and Thor: Ragnarok. Movies of the year.
0: Nice, and that concludes our um,
1: our year in review.
0: Our of the year award show. Yeah, <laughs> Our
2: year of review.
1: We did it. It's been a long Another year. And and half. Hours. We're doing here,
4: here, Andy. All right, listen, we did it.
1: No, we we've got this under science. It's not no
0: seven hour recording session. Woo. but... Oh hell yeah! Mm-hmm.
2: So, oh. I guess I'll, I want to I want to wrap, wrap it up with like, what do you guys? Consuming right fighters. now in 2018 that you're really enjoying, and what are you excited for in 2018? Oh, uh, right now Dragon Ball Fighter Fighters. Dragon Ball Fighters, um, hell yeah.
0: Monster Hunter Monster World, Hunter World for sure. I'm extremely excited mm-hmm. for um Disney movie month of May, which will be uh the new Solo. Star Wars spin-off movie. Um mm-hmm yeah the han solo black
1: movie panther for sure
2: um black panther
1: uh infinity black war black
2: there next month like a, like less than less than two weeks
0: yeah infinity war
4: altered carbon for me i'm like stoked to Chris, try this to get year
1: all the anime Man Cry like Baby. this year
2: is like the the year of the anime sequel Oh Pop my god,
1: epic.
4: I think the, Chris I really believes Cry baby
2: that this is, is so beautiful.
1: So cool,
4: like, it hurts me,
1: darling. In the Franks, no, Chris, I, I am watching more anime.
0: Beautiful.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm watching more Wait a anime minute, than Chris, I ever did, have in my life. Yes, right darling.
2: In, so in the Franks, dude, I love it. It's so good, yo, dude, yo, in April.
4: Chris didn't Miyazaki just come out? Uh, of the way. He,
2: uh, he so always he's comes out with a new Mary-ish. yeah. He always he always that says I to be in retirement. It's like no, psych! I'm not. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but yeah, uh, for anime, like not. I mean, Q like January twenty eighteen. 2018, like it's really stacked. You have all the ones that we mentioned. You have like Overlord season two, which but which I've been waiting for for like four years, and it's so good right now. And then come 20 or um come april 2018 we're getting so many we're getting a new fist of the north star new full metal panic new oh season three yeah season three of my hero academia season four food wars uh oh, cool. later in the year we're getting season a, two and three of flcl coming back? and it's just yeah oh it's so bonkers castlevania season two yeah, One Punch Man season two, uh, season two Castlevania. But you know what's not yeah, coming, this summer.
0: Day. Oh my god,
4: I'm so and
2: excited. that it saddens
0: me. Tokyo Ghoul season
2: three. What? Um, oh, wait, really?
3: I'm Ball pretty Super sure it's not this year.
0: I
2: thought that... Uh, sad face. Well, yeah,
1: I'm I'm excited, but also sad were that next Super's coming Well, we're getting a Dragon end, Ball movie. Dragon whatever. Ball movie in December. Um, but, but I'm later. extremely hyped yeah. and excited for the 20th Dragon Ball movie that's coming out later yeah, this in year. March. Love it. Speaking I'm, of Dragon Ball, I'm hey, deciding. I'm like really torn did out about you, uh, whether or not I want to use the stickers, the, you know, gifted, the stickers or save the stickers like I can't decide. <laughs> yeah, the the right here. Did
4: you wait? So you keep talking about the stickers. Did you get the other thing? <laughs> OK, so here's the thing is stan kept going on and this was like my pride and joy so while we were doing the Dragon Ball Z podcast stan was talking about how there's only one book for this movie and how he was gonna read from it every year and i'm like wait a minute bitch i found another one there's in fact two books wait of, wait is the second one like an illustrated
2: movie. novelization of the movie or I'm, is it a... i'm
1: unsure like, there is like, a lot, I is a sure lot of like to be color pictures with like weird quotes <laughs>
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs>
3: yes.
4: yes. Uh, but the stickers was more like what I was going for uh, but yeah, wonderful gift you're
2: a wonderful friend,
1: which I love.
4: He sent me the undertaker, you, I sent him shitty dirty <laughs> ballsy crap
2: um. <laughs> So good. Mm-hmm. I know. Oh, you know what else is still coming in 2018? <laughs> Pacific Rim oh. Uprising. Yes! Am I really horrible I mean, you also still haven't seen I'm it. I'm
1: excited for this one. It's got uh, John Boyega in it.
2: Could... Fair enough. It's Touché. so fun. So cool.
1: There's um, oh, yeah. video games are coming out. Yakuza I love John 6 Boyega. is coming out in March. Um, Kingdom Hearts 3, maybe the spider-man uh god of war there's just there's just a lot a lot more and you know what i'm in grad school so i, I ain't got time for any of this shit like i honestly like i think like i'm gonna just play fighters until like kingdom hearts <laughs> comes out yeah i want to so, be like i feel like i could be i i listen
2: you're gonna go competitive? I'm trash at the game right now. No. Stan. St- st- okay, no, we should st- we should sl- we should launch a spin-off podcast. Cr- it's like a docudrama to, like, chronicling our rise into becoming top competitive so players good. in Dragon Ball Fighters. In real time. Oh God, in real no. time. We have, we have to do this. And then we'll take on Yeah. We'll take on t- Sean Schimmel and Chris Sabat and Daigo and all the all like the, the top like, tier this will be our documentary. It would be It awesome. makes me
1: too angry. This is the this is all that, but without any like anger. Like I don't I I don't get salty playing fighters. I just like enjoy myself through and through, and I just want to keep playing it. And like
0: yeah, listen, that's good. I'm, I'm going to tell you today. I fought some guy whose team composed of, um. Gohan, adult Gohan, um, Cell, and Vegeta, and all he kept doing was standing at the edge of the screen, spamming Maseko while I was trying to fight him with Hit, who has no beam moves So, I feel the frustration of you playing as uh, that is exactly what Ar-Mika more or less i trying was trying to fight Ryu's.
1: um but yeah it, it's also really good because dragon fighters not to talk too much about it but fighters is like a game that i can play for a, a few minutes or a few hours and it's satisfying either way and it's really good when i have like 15 chapters to read <laughs> for school so yeah i've been playing that for a long time but yeah,
4: I did buy Friday the Thirteenth for PS4, and it was a lot of fun. I want to get that eventually. Stressful just, just day at work to put that in, play as Jason, yeah. and kill some. Teenagers. Yeah, we. Uh,
2: yeah, we need to pick it up. I need to pick up too, so we can all play multiplayer together. It'll be fun.
4: It's. I will say that it, it's. It's kind of. I mean, I don't know if this is going from Switch controls to PS4 controls, but it was very difficult for me for like for me to get the hang of it. And I still have not succeeded in the allotted time to kill all eight teenagers I'm supposed to kill. I've only killed about half, so it's 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 kind of difficult, like getting used to everything and like what you like it's what a
1: marathon, you can not a
4: have to do for your for your allotted time. But drowning is another
1: fun.
0: <laughs> yeah we're
2: done all right so andy yeah, you want to close us out award show of
0: 2017 thank you guys for listening if you liked it um definitely rate us on itunes give us a little comment rate us five stars um our podcast can be found on stitcher soundcloud itunes google play uh, supernerd facebook.com
1: slash group slash super we have a facebook
0: group stan
2: uh, you can find me on Twitter at uh, Sweet Justice One. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Kyo Ninja for Hire. That's K Y O Ninja for Hire. And You can
1: find me in bed because I am tired. You can find me on
4: Twitter at the underscore red underscore horror.
1: Listen, Doom. Ask <laughs> them Doom.
4: Stan, it's eight o'clock at night.
2: Doom. <laughs> but yeah, Doom. And uh, happy tw- happy. Oh, you know, goodbye. Happy 2018, Happy 2018, guys. Goodbye twenty seventeen. I feel like we ended last year's movie. podcast yeah. also saying
1: "fuck off" to twenty sixteen. Yeah. So this could be our new tradition.
4: Well, we were also slightly more hopeful. I feel until, like until the disappointment and 2016, but... <laughs> Thanks
1: twenty sixteen. listening. from all of us to you, well, fuck thank off. Thank you guys for listening. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs>
4: fuck you 2017
2: (laughs) hello 2018 peace out bye